accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. Your shot at $1,000 is now. Text the nationwide keyword CASH, C-A-S-H, CASH, to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. Good luck. Someone's going to get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Wednesday. That's Wednesday, January 10th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever that stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we're happy to do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find many other things to discuss. Why? We always do. That's the nature of this program. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. That's another way of doing it. Uh, go to realradio.fm. That's our website. You can check that out. Follow me on Twitter, at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it. It could be the genesis of something we, we, we might want to talk about. On the air this afternoon, that's Real Mobile 77031. On the phones, long distance and toll free, one 888 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, sir. Jack is here with us. So is Mr. Pinkman. Later in the program, busy day. Wednesdays always are. Uh, let's see, right after the new. Did I write that thing today? Yeah, I did. Oh. Right after the news with Mo, a bonus round up closest to the pin, followed by Jack's audio file. Let's see, what else do we have today? Da, 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 da. The regular round of closest to the pin. We'll talk with Scott Maxwell today. Shot Doctor at six. We're not doing Shot Doctor beatdown anymore. We've decided to can that. Oh, boy. But Shot Doctor will be along for casting call. And then uh, because uh, the Phillips file is now in a four day schedule, uh, we have the five minute professor. Uh, today, right after the shot, Doctor. Okay, got that one figured out. Then we'll find some drive-home music for you the last quarter hour and wrap things up with PPT, person, place, or thing. So that's what we're doing today. Let's see, what do we got? What's on my list here? Nothing too much. Mm-mm. These mudslides in California. Terrible. God almighty. Eesh. I mean, can you imagine you're just sitting on your patio outside your home? So, honey, wasn't it great? It was terrific. God, we escaped those fires and whoosh comes down. A big river of mud comes down and washes your home away from you. Do you see the video, the river of mud? Yes. That's just scary stuff. See the 
14 year old girl they pulled out of the mud she's doing all right but what 14 deaths that yeah, was last it's, night it's, it's not just mud i mean it's mud that carries a lot of debris you know, tree and mm-hmm. wood and god god you know not stuff to yeah. you know knock you over and kill you anyway it's too expensive anyway wonderful weather though mm-hmm. i was going to talk about fog in california but mo put the kibosh no on i that did one. not let's see what else do we have oh, for here sake <laughs> Uh, well, let me talk about, uh, in a couple of minutes, well, let me talk for a couple of minutes so you don't mind, because I saw this and I said, what the heck, because this is one of our own, mm. we can lay claim to uh, this particular person because she operates out of uh, Central Florida, she's got a big, uh, one of those mega churches in Apopka, or close to Apopka, I think it might be right off McCormick Road, I might have the mega church confused, but I think it's her church. <clears throat> so, let, so let me read you this dispatch from Newsweek uh, that uh, came out today. Donald Trump's spiritual advisor has suggested that people sent her money in order to... <laughs> I'm not misreading this. Donald Trump's spiritual advisor has suggested that people sent her money in order to transform their lives or face divine consequences. Paula Way. Oh, Paula White, oh boy. who heads up the president's evangelical advisory committee, whatever the hell that means, suggested, I, I, I put that in there, it's not in the comments. You did? Uh, who heads up the president's evangelical advisory committee, suggested making a donation to her ministries to honor the religious principle of, quote, first fruit, end of quote, which she said is the idea that all firsts belong to God including the first harvest and apparently the first month of your salary. Now, you're allowed to do with your money as you damn well please. I happen to believe, uh, metaphorically speaking, she's a pickpocket. Metaphorically speaking, I think she's a thief. I think she's in the business of separating people's money for her own personal gain. That's my personal belief. As a matter of fact, now I got a clip of Paula White, who's a pastor in, uh, I think, West Orange County. I can't remember the name of her church. She's been around for a while. Uh, she's a Pentecostal televangelist. And uh, don't Pentecostals believe in miracles, or do they, what, do they believe in tithing? And if you tithe, oh, a lot of them, insert yeah. the God will honor your tithing. Yeah. You're paying money mm-hmm. to, what, help spread the word? Speaking in yeah, tongues okay. and whatnot. Yeah, whatever. Uh, who are the miracle people? Are those the, I, get, I, get I a, think ten, those are Pentecostals. Are those Pentecostals? Mm-hmm. Are they the ones that lay hands on you and talk yes. in tongues? Who's the tongue I mean, that's people? all right. Whatever your faith, I'm not going to challenge your faith. Whatever your faith is, happens to be is your faith. Just don't challenge my lack thereof. But anyway, um, yeah, she is uh, suggested uh, of, I guess, making, you know, maybe taking a month, uh, your first month's salary and don't, and, and not donating, give it, giving it to her. I'm not quite sure what, she plans to do with it. Maybe she needs, uh, you know, uh, her bathroom remodeled. Anyway, so um, we have a cl- here's just a little clip of Paula White. Now listen closely, especially at the end. All right, here's Paula White. Yep. You know, we went to uh, YouTube or we went to her uh, website just to see what Paula was saying to her uh, congregants and uh, people who might want to follow her. So here's uh, here's Pastor Paula White. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 11, verse 6, it says, What shall the righteous do if the foundation be destroyed? So without first things being first, without first fruits, 
You see, there are many different things when you talk about first fruits because there's first fruits offering, there's first fruit feast season, there's first fruit as in a firstborn, the first of your income. And people think you like, get oh, that? first fruits well, tied. No, well, did you hear that one where she slipped income in there really quickly? <laughs> listen, now I want you to listen to this again because she's gone, nan, 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 nan. She just, you know, she's flipping that in there. Yeah. That day, your first of your income. I play that again. Without first fruits. You see, there are many different things when you talk about first fruits because there's first fruits offering, there's first fruit feast season, there's first fruit as in a firstborn, the first of your income. And people think like, oh, first fruits tithe. Very, <laughs> very different. They're mentioned the same time. I think it's about 32 times first fruit is mentioned, All 32 right, times. Uh, White was uh, among, it says here, according to the Newsweek report, White was among a number of televangelists who were examined after Republican Senator Charles Grassley launched a 2007 investigation into the finances of ministries that solicit millions of dollars in donations. However, the report published in 2011 did not draw any firm conclusions of wrongdoing in our newest video the pastor encourages people to send her money stating each january i put god first and honor him with the first of our substance by sowing a first fruits offering of one month's pay so essentially i guess she's saying i'm taking a month's pay and i don't look i don't know what she does with it uh does she give it to the food bank does she uh, give it to the poor does she go out there and you know, hand out uh, cash to the homeless. I don't know what Paula White is doing with her money, but I think she's certainly suggesting that you take a month's pay and give it to her, and I guess she knows better than anybody else about what to do with it. <clears throat> and all you have to do is watch her video and then take a look at the background, because I think Pinkman said, man, look at that house. Place. And I'm saying, that might just be your office. I think mm. you're right. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I mean, you're, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, you, uh, your faith is your own. I don't argue with that anymore. I've gotten over that uh, not too long ago. Your faith is your faith. And uh, you are certainly allowed to do with your money as you damn well please. But I am allowed to speak my mind. When I think that uh, that she's, uh, metaphorically speaking, of course, I think she's in the business of separating as much money from people's wallets and pocketbooks as she can. Mo is next with the uh, news, and we'll comment on that. And don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin upcoming at 4. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. got the news that Time for a check of the news. Here's Mo. Jim, the news brought to you today by McDonald's. I'm loving it. You've ever ridden the monorail at Walt Disney World, Jim? Sure, of course. It goes from one park to another. It goes from the, you know, all over the place to hotels and whatnot. Turns out one of the monorails was traveling through the resort and the door was wide open. What? Yeah. People were scared out of their wits and somebody smart, of course, took out their cell phone 
and took a video. Happened over the weekend. Um, a park guest uh, posted it on social media. The user wrote on Instagram, quote, Monorail Red is not having a good day, and I'm having a panic attack. It happens. <laughs> no, it doesn't really happen. The things it happen. Uh, well, they did in this case, they're, yes. They're, they're machines. They're they mechanical are. devices. Mm-hmm. Things break. Yep, that train, the Just red train. like tra- human beings. The red train, Jim, taken out of service for now to figure out why in the middle of the ride... V- and you know you're up there. You're not just low to the ground on a tra- you're you're an elevated. No train. suggestion: take a seat. Don't lean up against the door. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. <laughs> and who does anyway? Uh, no, Nobody you're does. supposed to be seated, right? Oh, after a busy day at the Magic Kingdom, oh, or Epcot, tired, you're right. taking a seat. Yeah, that's, that's true. standing. If it's standing, you're only schlep back to the car. Ugh, that's true. Yeah, you got to go to Goofy Six, and then you got to take some other thing. It's like, oh my god, I'm <laughs> exhausted. Six. I can't remember the last time I was at. Oof. It's a, you got you should wear your Fitbit when you go because you will get your 10,000 steps when you go out there. You're walking and doing a lot of walking. Just saying. Yeah, I don't like walking. No. Too much exercise for you. Yeah, who decided too that much. was a good idea? I don't know. Get Via- out of bed and walk maybe 30 feet and Sit and watch Morning Joe. Bedroom, bathroom, <laughs> yeah. bathroom, bedroom, about TV, it. Yeah. bedroom. That's oh, good enough. That's fine. You know? Violent attacks, Jim, are reported on or near two Orlando area college campuses. The Orange County Sheriff's Office is looking for a man who attacked a woman in a restroom last night at Valencia College's East Campus out Ooh. on Econ Trail. Yikes. The suspect then fled after the victim fought back and screamed for help. Also last night, a man was mugged and shot near UCF. His injuries are not life-threatening. He was taken to a hospital, as was his alleged attacker, who deputies say was caught and beaten up by two bystanders. Be careful, bro. That's out on the east side. Yeah, watch out, Valencia bro. and UCF, mm-hmm. both out east. Kung Fu, bro. Of Orlando. Yeah, you got to learn Kung Fu, bro, from <laughs> Brother George. He's the top brother. He knows Kung Fu. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. The 2018 GK. legislative session is underway in Tallahassee. Governor Rick Scott delivered his eighth and final State of the State address. Governor Baldy is calling for record funding for Florida's environment, education, and transportation infrastructure. Clearly the sign of someone who's running for something else. He's proposing more than $50 million be spent to fight opioid abuse. And Governor Scott wants the legislature to pass a bill protecting state employees who report colleagues being sexually harassed, sort of the whistleblowers. Uh, who have been victimized. So he uh, saying all the things sounds like as a precursor to rolling out a campaign to run for something else. Even well, though, you yep. got to be concerned about the number of Puerto Ricans moving into Florida. Why? Why should you be concerned? Because they vote Democratic. Oh. Mm. Thousands Even- and thousands. As a matter of fact, the governor of Puerto Rico will be in Kissimmee on Friday. He's going to have a town hall meeting. Ricardo or Roberto? Yeah, or yeah he's just going to try to give an oh. update about what's happening oh. in uh, in Puerto Rico. It'll be packed. Mm-hmm. Even though the holidays just ended, Floridians are already looking forward to traveling during 2018. A new AAA survey shows more than 80% of Florida residents have plans to take at least one Mm -hmm. out-of-town vacation of three days or more during 2018. The most popular destinations are bigger cities or major metropolitan areas. Also, beaches rate high, theme parks, of course, ocean cruises. AAA says only 5% of those surveyed say they feel unsafe about traveling and would rather stay close to home due to recent events in the video of that ocean cruise one that the news junkie was talking about earlier today oh man that ran into the storm Mm. they're taking a lot of heat but what do you do no i don't know you do they have a schedule to keep yeah of course 
got it a might weather. be safer to go right into it than trying to outrun it. I don't know, but uh, that thing was rocking and rolling. Ooh, I'd be there are people saying they'll never go on another cruise. No, you get sick once, uh, seasick like that, bleh. No. Yeah, I mean, the the ship mm-hmm. was, was doing this. I mean, it was Whoa, like, you know, pitching and rolling and yawing. And you can't find a place for yourself when that happens. You know, you could be in your cabin, and that's bad. You could be out on the poop deck. That's bad. You could, you're going to be sick of being the deck. Di- is right. I don't think too many people were outside. No, I mean, you, it was, you got thirty foot waves. You're not. I'm not getting washed uh, overboard. Uh-huh. More like puke deck. Yeah, but am I right? I'd be sicker than a dog. <laughs> oh I, yeah, I, I am sensitive worst. to that. Yeah, you know, with I, I can yeah. Even deep sea fishing. You know, if even if a party you gotta get boat, the pressure bands. They more. work. Those work really well. Oh, right. on your wrist. Bone, yeah, bonine and the wristbands. I'll try anything. Right. It doesn't matter. It makes me just here. All right, when, don't when take I, my advice. When I watch, when I watch the video of them, uh, you know, doing one of those, th- I can't even tell you how. Like sick. the pirate ship at the yeah, fair. Terrible. I can't. Oh, uh, those are fun. Mm-hmm. That's 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 puke central. Mm-hmm. That is me too. I mean, I just. Mm-mm. Uh, record low temperatures, Jim, across the country. Forget about it. Uh, Orlando's warmed up, but record low temperatures across the country are keeping teams from SeaWorld Orlando busy. They're rescuing marine animals stunned by the cold. Good see, for them. SeaWorld says the teams have worked with other agencies to relocate, let's see, 14 manatees. Good, good for them. From South Carolina to Florida. They've also rescued 200 sea turtles off of Texas. Two dozen cold-stunned turtles from New England recently flown south for additional rehab. Mm. Compared to last winter, when they only had 30-some cases the whole winter, now they've had hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of rescues because of the cold temperatures. I think a record number of manatees uh, died this year Mm -hmm. as well. So make a donation to the Save the Manatee Club in Maitland. They are good people. They've been doing great work for many decades now. And if you're a parrot head, you have to. I mean, it's just part of the deal. Without a doubt. Yeah. Mm. UCF Jim is the self-declared national champion of college football, but the undefeated Knights are only seventh in the final top twenty-five sixth. coaches poll of the but, season. Oh, seventh, seventh in the coaches poll. Well, with the eight people, sixth, mm-hmm. and then the uh, the system that ranks. You know, yeah. I can't remember the name of. It starts with a C, and they say they're number one. Uh, and good for CFP, them. good for college them. football playoffs. However, no, 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 no. It's a, mm-hmm. it's another Chick Fil A. No. <laughs> Uh, Central Florida Fairgrounds. Chicken no. soup? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. For the soul. But they, uh, were, they were ranked number one. And uh, oh, good for them. Yep. Um, they have, UCF fans, UCF fans have actually taken out an ad in Tuscaloosa. Don't get too of full the, of yourself. Homes at, home of the Crimson Tide. Be to care, say, very careful of what you wish for. They're number one. Did you say, hey, at least we beat Auburn? At least we beat Auburn. I don't know what they said, Ooh. but they were some snarky. Uh, yeah, be very careful mm-hmm. of what you wish for. Well, what are they going to do? Schedule a game with them? No, no, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> no, that's not happening. Nope. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and play uh, UConn. <laughs> they, they do play like the Valdosta Barber College. Yeah, and stuff, so. you know. Just saying. Hey, Austin Pay or whatever mm-hmm. it is. You know. Yeah, Austin P. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, sorry about Hurricane Irma. Stenographer oh, school. Sorry. Tampa will decide this week, Jim, if it wants to join dozens of other U.S. cities and counties. Cry Baby Bowl. The big rattle as a trophy. Mm, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> pacifier. Oh, boy. Pink, Num- gigantic pacifier. UCF ranked number one by four voters. It doesn't mean I, that's fine. I, I don't. I, I agree with you. They're just not national champions. That's when. That's what they want. They want to say, we want to be declared national they're champions. They're not the Dr. Pepper national no, champions. They're not. They no, not the national no. champions. They're national champions. They're, They're not the national champions. In their own champions. mind. All you have to do is say it. They're yeah. the RC Cola. Well, you can say anything. Sure, it's like being yeah. the education governor. Yeah. You can say whatever you I'm want. I'm Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Well, no, you're not. 
What? Well, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> I guess so. Jim Tampa. Boyer is a news person. I am a news person. See? You say oh, whatever you want. God. That's proof. Right. Tampa will decide this week if it wants to join dozens of other U.S. cities and counties in suing pharmaceutical companies to recover damages from opioid overdoses. Hillsborough County commissioners decided to join the lawsuit. One commissioner says the more governments that join in, the more successful this litigation is likely to be. They've It's been costing Hillsborough County over in Tampa a large amount of money and resources to respond to opioid overdoses and the crimes that many addicts commit. All right, let me take a little break. More news with Mo. The birthdays, of course. Bonus round of closest to the pin up coming at 4 on Real Radio 104.1. Most round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. First things first, back to the news and the birthdays. Here's Mo. Today is January 10th, Uh-oh. 2018. Today yeah, what do you got? is National Bittersweet Chocolate Day. Yeah, no. That's the bittersweet, like the chocolate mm. chips you use for yeah. Toll House are bittersweet chips. That's fine in a in a, in a cookie, in a but cookie. just by the by if itself. If you buy the Hershey's, uh, you know, like the miniatures, for example, one of the options in the miniature bag, you know, there's a Mr. Good bar, there's a Crackle, there's a regular Hershey bar, and there's a dark chocolate. I think dark chocolate is bittersweet. I think, no. isn't it? No, 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 no. I think that's no, bittersweet no. to no, me. No, 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 no. If it was bittersweet, it would say bittersweet. I don't know. It's dark. Dark chocolate, bittersweet chocolate is dark chocolate. It's not milk chocolate, right? But it's not like it's yeah, but it's not bittersweet chocolate. chocolate. Oh, is it not? No, it's not dark chocolate. All right. So anyway, all Those then, Hershey's then the kisses only thing with I the know almonds. is bitters- I mean, that's a tasty treat right there. The Hershey's Kisses with almonds yeah, inside. Mm-hmm. That's not bittersweet. No, I, no, that's milk. I know that's different. Today's like bittersweet day. Bittersweet chocolate. Day. I like Hershey's chocolate. Bitter- I think it's healthy for you too. Bittersweet is sixty percent cacao. Cacao. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to the news, Jim. A new book by a Tampa tax attorney and financial planner, I guess, is a bestseller because Americans are freaking out over this new GOP tax bill becoming law. Yeah, the IRS can't keep up with the uh, telephone no. calls. A woman has oh, written boy. a book from Tampa. Her name is Rebecca Walzer. She wrote a book called Wealth Unbroken. <laughs> Who? I don't know. She's she's written a book you about know. this because she knows people are freaking out about where do I fall in this new tax system. Uh, she says a decrease in the tax rate and an increase in the deduction may mean lower taxes for some of us. She also expects the cut in corporate taxes to have a huge impact. And you save a little bit on taxes and your health care costs are going to go through mm, the roof. Goodness gracious. That can't be good. I'm getting a break. Mm-mm. No. Oh, my goodness. This is already time for this? What? The Orlando area attraction known as the Holy Land Experience. Once oh, a year, they have the free day. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and they do this thing a free day once a year, mm-hmm. and they never tell anybody that much in advance. Right. So you have to kind of like just hope that you luck into it. Uh, they will let you visit for free later this month. They suspend admission in an effort to avoid paying property taxes. Yeah, there was a Florida law pushed by yeah. then certain Central Florida lawmakers because the county tax collector and ta- a property appraiser, mm-hmm. I believe, wanted to tax the Holy Land. Said this is not this is not a museum. This is a this is sanctuary. a theme park, oh. all right. Yeah, and you need to pay taxes, and all then the mm-hmm. stiff collar holy roller legislators in Central Florida decide, well, we'll pass a law declaring them a religious museum or some cockamamie bullcrap like oh, that. Oh boy, yeah. But under the law, they have to open it up one day a year for free, free. and parking for free too. But they hardly ever announce it. So no, <laughs> but wait, we're announcing it. I just found out. They're there for free. This year, that day, park for free, go in for free, and it's Thursday, January 25th. Have you been? Have you ever been? No, I've never. I don't think they let Jews in. 
Yeah, they I, do. I don't think so. They, they totally do, you. Mo. You can't work there then if you're Jewish, I think. You don't know that. No, that's what we to- we're told. No, that By used who? to be. You're that, not allowed no, that to used, work there if you're uh, Jewish. That used to be part of the deal. They ask that? you on the application. Yes. Yeah, if, totally you were, if you were Jewish, so if they, you were mm-hmm. Catholic, if you weren't part of a certain, let's call it sect of the Protestant faith, right. uh-uh, you're not working mm-hmm. at Holy mm-hmm. Land. Don't, no, thank you. They don't want a true Jesus type then. That's right. Yeah, oh, Jesus right. is allowed to be there. He's a Jew, but yeah, the, the, but the rest family of them, that owned it, you know, the both of them, they... The uh, Bowers? Are they Bowers? No. Crouch. Yeah, the Crouches. Crouch, right, 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 of course. That's yeah, they uh, they went toes up. Okay, so normally... First the old man, that's you know, the where, used they, to wear the Captain Kangaroo suits. And then, uh, Which what's is her the name? Pink-haired Jan. One. Is she the pink-haired one? Yes. Jan Crouch. Well, if you noticed, after she died, they toned it down a lot. They got rid of that mural and took all the white and gold down. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't notice that, but I'm going to have to drive by. Well, it turns out, so put it in your Franklin planner, Thursday, January 25th. Now, tickets to the Holy Land normally cost $50 Yeah, for if you adult. went in there and applied for a job with a yarmulke on your head, huh. you're not getting a job. Lechayim. No, you certainly cannot. Sorry. So you're going to be able to save $50 for an adult, $35 for children, plus parking for free at this Bible-themed Holy Land. And again, it's one day one day only, Thursday, January 25th. So just saying. Don't say I never saved you any money. I mean, that's a good thing. Um, let's see. Where are we here? Oh, this nasty. You never saved me any money. I did save you money. I just saved you. No, it could you be. It cost wanna... me a ton with that hot tub. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that. Uh, officials say the flu, holy Toledo, yeah. th- these flu supplies are running short amid a severe flu season. Medical officials say hospital workers have to even scramble for badly needed IV bags from factories in Puerto Rico, still trying to catch up after the hurricane battered the island. Those plants provide much of the U.S. supply of fluid-filled bags used to deliver sterile solutions to sick people. Hospital officials and pharmacists are devising alternate plans. Doctors and nurses are coming up with new procedures and options to secure fluids from secondary oh, public survivors. Bag. No, you can't Save use a Ziploc. No, you cannot use a zippy bag or a Ziploc. Yeah, blood bags. A lot of people, you know, they have those cloth carry-alls for their groceries. Yeah, that's the next right. time they say, yeah, I'll take a few extra plastic bags. Because you want to use that for IV? Oh, you make, yeah. Oh, boy. For your flu in, uh, medicine? I don't think you can use that. What are you going to use? They're always, they're always a little bit torn somewhere, Jim. Those plastic bags always have a small hole in that's the bottom. I double bag them. Oh, you do? Yeah, you double bag your morphine drip. Oh, boy. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, Hello. Yeah. Charges will not be filed against a Louisiana teacher who was handcuffed and hauled off to jail Can after see that video? questioning the school board about its pay policies. <laughs> the decision was made after the school board said it didn't want to have this woman. I say, I say, you're under arrest. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she was ordered removed as she spoke out Monday against the superintendent's pay raise when teachers and staff never received any increases. Whoops. That'll that'll put you in cuffs. Uh, yeah, she yelled and said, <laughs> you guys are all getting up uh, on the school board and the superintendent. Everybody up there is getting a raise. We in the in the trenches, in the schools, yeah. in the parishes and whatever, in Louisiana, we're getting bupkis here. How many crawfish boils do we have to put on to raise Golly. money for the classroom? Turns out the ACLU came to her defense as her expulsion from the meeting and her arrest are completely unacceptable. She was yelling and screaming about the superintendent's pay raise when teachers and staff got absolutely nothing. Mm. And so she got Mm, hauled mm, out of there mm. and arrested. Yeah. And arrested. What was the charge? Uh, Well, just being a pain in the ass. Disorderly conduct. Yeah. Disrupting a meeting. That's all of that's right. Speaking your mind. Yes. Yes. That's right. Making sense. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, I just have a snort there. Excuse me. A report says <laughs> that disgraced entertainment mogul Harvey Weinstein was attacked at an Arizona restaurant in Scarsdale. I mean, Scottsdale. Scarsdale. Scarsdale's in New yeah, York. That's New York. That's yeah, near sorry. Armonk. Scott's playing on basketball. Scottsdale, Arizona. He's Harvey. I don't know what he's doing. You know, he, I thought he was at rehab in Arizona, but he's he out. Probably doesn't have any money. He's probably eating at you know. No, he's a, not eating at the. Oh, he's got plenty. Like money. at the the cheapy buffet or something. No, he's not. He's at a fancy. No, no, he's got he's got legal fees. Listen he's to got where a whole he bunch. was. People was, are suing him left and yeah. right. Now he's probably. Uh, Weinstein was dining at a place called the Sanctuary Camelback Mountain Resort last Weinstein. night when a man oh, yeah, identified that's... as Steve walked up to Harvey. Steve. Steve. Hi, I'm Steve. Walked up to Harvey Weinstein, called him all manner of bad names, and attempted to punch him in the face twice. Well, the restaurant manager told the entertainment website TMZ yeah. that neither of the punches connected with Harvey and added that Mr. Steve was drunk and out of control. But he went <laughs> up to him and said, you know, thanks for nothing. Bam, bam. And he actually missed him, I think. I don't know how you're in that close proximity. If you're within a punch distance, I think you could, you could land something. Well, maybe uh, you know, could, Weinstein knows how to... Do the bob and weave, maybe. Duck and weave. I guess you know, he could, yeah. Bob and weave. Mm-mm. Outrage is... Irrelevant. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will whoop them. I can't lose. couple of shots downstairs, then you go upstairs. Boom, Float boom. like a butterfly. Sting like a bee. Straight to I'm queers. saying, boom, mm-hmm. bow. And a kitty, bow. Pow, they pow, drop their hands. Bow, upstairs pow. you go. Yeah, right. Left hook. Back on Queer Street. Oh, my God. <laughs> Something about that sounds really wrong. Outrage. That's boxing term. It doesn't matter. It's a boxing term. I was not, around. You're not allowed to use it. It was around oh, no. a, long, oh. a, long, a long time before people were well, referring to gays co-opted. as queers. I'm sorry. Well, too been, bad. No. Nope. Not quite as old as you, Mo. Hey. Yeah. Tell that to Joe Lewis. Yeah. Hollywood, California yeah. is outraged after a report is out now that says Mark Wahlberg was paid yeah. over 1,000 times more than his female co-star for the reshooting of the movie All the Money in the World. Uh, it turns out that they had to reshoot it because of Kevin Spacey, and Michelle Williams was in it and had to have some scenes reshot as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she made less than 1000 bucks for all the redos. Got the short end. While Mark Wahlberg, hold on to your wallet, made $1.5 compared to her one thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what we call a Boston billion. This whole acting wow. thing is one of the Judd biggest ripoffs around, especially movie actors. The reshoots. Was, you know, if Mark Wahlberg, you say, okay, next time around, Broadway. Okay, let's see how it goes. I've seen those shows. You know, they sing, they dance, they can do this, they right? can do that. They're absolutely very talented. I'm not saying Wahlberg's not talented, but man, you got to get out there and uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Do it live twice a day. Do it live. Yeah. We're doing it live. Once, once a day and twice on Saturdays. Then yeah. We'll see how you we're whether doing it live, the Jim. Yeah, the, resh- the reshoots were Got scheduled right. with Mark Wahlberg and Michelle Williams over a 10-day period after Kevin Spacey was replaced by Christopher Plummer. Jimmy Cagney did it. The director, Ridley Scott, originally Hugh said Jackman. all the actors yeah. in the project. Originally, uh-huh. the director said, Jim, everybody's got to agree to do it for nothing. What? But then... You know, everybody and their representatives went in and, and cut their own deal. Uh, Mark Wahlberg got a million five. Seriously. But Michelle Williams got a measly thousand dollars. mean he just has better representation? I don't know. The director Maybe. said, Ridley Scott said, everybody has to reshoot for free. And everybody has to agree to do it the same amount. And then he ends up paying them some widely I got news for amounts. you, Mr. Scott. Lincoln freed the slaves. Oh, no. That was a classic. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, well, it worked. It did. People it got more money. A little bit.
Oprah's home in California is one of many that was damaged by those deadly mudslides in Southern California, Jim. Oprah posted a video on Instagram last night which shows her walking through the backyard of her Montesino residence in Santa Barbara County. I mean, and it's a mess. It's a pretty part of the California, though. Helicopters had to be sent in to rescue not Oprah, but her neighbors were in bad w- a bad way. This Montesino is a really nice upscale coastal town, home to many celebrities, including Ellen DeGeneres, Rob Lowe. No one of their homes were impacted. The mudslides were triggered wow. by the down. California Scary. didn't get a lot of rain, but they had a downpour yesterday. Killed at least 15 people. And no vegetation because of the fires. Nothing to stop the water turns to mud and run. And, and it ripped homes off of their foundation. Actor James Franco is the latest Hollywood star to be accused of sexual misconduct. Franco won a Golden Globe Sunday for his role in The Disaster Artist, but during the awards, he was yeah. bombarded with tweets uh, alleging sexual misconduct and calling him a hypocrite because he was wearing a Time's Up pin on do? his lapel. One actress tweeted, "Why Nothing is like due process?" Why? Well, none of them really get it before they get fired. You know, none of them have gone to court. But James Franco, the the quote from Ali Sheedy at first was, why is James Franco allowed in? You know, uh, followed by a Me Too tweet. She later tweeted, James Franco just won. Please never ask me why I left the film business. Uh, Some other people also said that he was really, you know, there are several now women making charges against James Franco. Mm -hmm. And he went on Letterman, I think, Would in be a very, very disappointed. I like Franco. I know. Late show with Stephen Colbert, Mo. Letterman Colbert. retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Letterman. Kill my uh, dreams. Right, right, right. Right theater. <laughs> Different CBS star. theater. That the Ed <laughs> Sullivan theater. Yeah, <laughs> that's go. true. I want to see the new Letterman uh, series. I Me believe. too. Did oh, they they just dropped the first one already on the ninth. I thought. I don't know. It's yesterday, or yeah, yeah. the day before. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna see Chappelle as well. Is it good? I saw the first one. Yeah. Yeah, you're making a face. So why are you saying you have to see it, or you got to well, see it? Well, I mean, it? As Chappelle is usually one of those must-see. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no doubt about his talent. Yeah. I, I don't think I watched the full hour. I wasn't quite sure. One of your lousy you reviews again. to watch again. it again. It, it turns me now off. nobody wants to watch it. I did watch an episode of Black watch Mirror. Watch it prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy Black Mirror last night. I watched episode two. I'm going back to the beginning. The, um, okay, so now we have... Uh, American Vandal. The squinty one. No, James Franco. Correct. Yeah. James Franco is embroiled in some new controversy. Also, comic book legend Stan Lee what? is facing accusations. He groped and harassed nurses that care for him at his L.A. home. What does that mean, groped? You know, Come here, grab, honey. grab their business. You just grab him? You just, I think he's just getting a handful. Of, is that what you're doing? I think he also asked for something. Oh, boy. Like, why don't you? He's 95 years old. Uh-huh. He allegedly Whoa. asked a woman. Yeah. Did you get a pass for that? No. Oh, when you're 95, I guess you know. Yeah, come on. I mean, uh, he actually. Uh, this is allegedly, anyway. Asked for sexual favors from a nurse. Spider Man. A representative for the nursing company says several nurses who go to his home to help him have complained. The owner of the nursing company has spoken directly to Stan Lee, and they stopped working for him at the end of last year or the year before. And they said, "Ho, ho, ho! We're not going to send our employees over to your home." To help you, sir, because you're always very uh, touchy. There's some hotels now in Las Vegas that are issuing uh, panic buttons to um, to, uh, to their housekeepers, women, to housekeepers, yeah, because of the amount of uh, of of abuse and mm-hmm. bad language and you know that kind of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering whether that would ever happen here in Central Florida. I mean, I, I would imagine if you talk to housekeepers working anywhere in Central yeah. Florida, they would tell you, you know. 
They would just tell you stories about how they were inappropriately mm-hmm. approached by, for the most part, I would imagine, men. And uh, what are you going to do? Right. Like a guy would put the makeup room sign on it and then, you know, wait in position. Yeah, there he's in his oh, bathrobe, you know, oh. or ask this for that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, give him a, pi- a panic button. Why not? Right. New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady is giving fans a glimpse into his private life with a new docu-series called Tom versus Time. The six-episode series is available on Facebook watch page and also show the challenges that Tom Brady faces in balancing his personal and professional oh, life. He is seeking a sixth Super Bowl championship. One of the focuses is on his family life, including his wife, Giselle Bunchen, their young children, and his parents as well. Brady says he's thought for many years now how cool it would be to show other fans other aspects of his life. Release dates have not yet been announced. I can't wait. I know. I barely have time to hang out with my best friend, Mark Wahlberg, because I'm playing so much footballs. <laughs> and I don't know if you're a fan. I've seen the commercials only, and it looks really good. But Ellen DeGeneres has a show called Game of Games. Oh, I've watched oh, yeah. a few episodes. It's already been renewed for a second season. It's What's that? It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, she, you know, she asks them questions, and if they don't answer, they she like they like drop down to shoot they or do something. Some, uh, there's some extreme know. physical activity in mm. this where, like, uh, for one, it's like there's a cannon and it'll shoot liquid or goop like at a them. Japanese game show. There's one where they drop like mm. 35 feet if they yeah, get they, it wrong. And the Ooh, women say, please cool. don't push the button. Please. Right. And Ellen just goes, and she yeah. pushes the button and they go like down a big, factor. you know, uh, like yeah. a loose sight shoot. Blindfolded like musical chairs. Where do they go? Oh, we, you don't see. Like dump them out on the street or you into know. a pool of crocodiles? You don't see. It could be. The incinerator. Or maybe just into, you know. Yeah. It's like Willy Wonka. Like a ball pit That one where they're in like a lazy boy and a kind of launches them into this pit of <laughs> oh, where, foam balls. Where's this? NBC. When's this NBC. On? It's on it's like on. every night I've been seeing Oh, is it really? It's yeah. on a lot. Oh, yeah. i got to watch this. It's, on it's a, called it's Game. What was that Japanese program that we remember? Oh, God. Right? Oh, that one where they had to bounce on those it? big balls, remember? Yes. Wipeout. Yeah. Was it Wipeout? The original. Yes. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, yeah, the, fir- the first year was fantastic. Well, they had the original, the Japanese version where they dubbed over and the yeah, guy would always say, right you are, Ken. Right you are, Ken. Right you are, Ken. They go boing on one ball and kind of get on the second one and Most extreme challenge. Oh, my God. And then they did the U.S. version. Yeah. was wipe out. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That was so funny. It was and funny. Inevitably, you know, these poor people, they would just plunk into the mud. Oh, or I gotta the... watch this. Mm-hmm. Oh, this Ellen thing is funny. I mean, yeah. what I've seen of the excerpts, I haven't seen the whole thing all the way through. <laughs> happy, happy birthday today to Pat Benatar. Uh, you know, come you know on, Pat Jim. Benatar. Uh, Give it your best shot. She is now. <laughs> I get it. 61. Mm. Oh, please. Uh, 63. Oh, come on, guys. 62. 62. Pinkman, 65. Yeah, boom, mm-hmm. son. Mm. How about... Happy, happy birthday! George Foreman. Ooh. The boxer of and of the grill fame. Grill master. Mm-hmm. I remember when he hit, uh, what's his name, lifted him off the canvas. Talk about going to Queer Street. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Joe uh, Frazier. He's got to be... Yeah. George Foreman. I'm going to go 68. Oh, nope. way low. <sighs> Whatever. Do way I force low. you in the middle? Whatever, bro. What? Yeah. I can't tell you what to do. 66. Really? I don't know. You guys are Jack high. You're low. Got it. Yeah, 70. I don't, I don't know. What? 70 at least. You Pinkman split. He's 69. Damn yeah. it! Mm-hmm. <laughs> 69. We're going to be a great weekend. Ah. And finally, oh. Rod Stewart. Oh. oh yeah. Pinkman, Jack, somebody. 
I'll uh, say, you want to go? I'll yield the floor to you, sir. 73. On the dot. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I knew it. Son of a... Oh, you did know it? Yeah. <laughs> 73. <laughs> and How'd you know that's it? the Lottie Da, just fan. call me Moira. Is he really 73? 73. Mm-hmm. Half pound. I'm a rod. Where head. are you getting your information, or is he really 74? Mm. I don't know. Oh, wait, you so look you it looked it up as I well. Oh, up. you saw it in the paper. No. I thought he was, I saw earlier he was 73 on a website. I got to check. Now. I saw somewhere that he's, maybe I read it wrong. It says 73. 73. Oh. oh, it's in the paper? Yeah, or you can listen to the Monsters. They did the birthdays this mm-hmm. morning as well. Yeah, 73. All right, that bonus round of Closest to the Pin upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is Closest to the Pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Don't forget Jack's audio file upcoming in about 15 minutes or so. First things first, time for that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Sean's on the line. He will play against Pinkman. If he wins, of course, he gets that You Matter business card guaranteeing him good fortune for the rest of his life. Sean also knows, however, if he loses, bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pingman, head to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to determine your handicap for the day. Sean, how are you? I'm doing well, Phil. All right, Sean, here we go. You know how this works. Uh, Ten questions, all interconnected. Just answer to the best of your ability, okay? Yes, sir. All right, buddy, here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Sean, first fires, now mudslides in California. What's the population of California? Three billion. Three billion? Speaking three billion. of mud... Three million. Okay. Spe- all right, hold on. All right, cut, the- cut him some slack on that one. Speaking we'll of mud, the Mississippi River is called the Big Muddy. In miles, how long is the river? 1,892. Gene Hackman starred in the movie Mississippi Burning that came out in what year? Um, 1982. The, the Burning Man Festival in Nevada started how many years ago? 28. Burning Down the House is a song by the Talking Heads and released in what year? 1988. The TV show House, starring Hugh Laurie, ran for how many episodes? 18. How old is actor Hugh Jackman? 85. Hugh Jackman played Wolverine in the X-Men film series. Wolverines are the mascot for the University of Michigan. The university was founded in what year? 1954. Speaking of Michigan, what's the population of Detroit? Population of Detroit? Yeah. Um, let's see. I would say uh, six hundred and seventy-two thousand. Okay, you got it. You got it. If Hugh Jackman was a get, by the way, get it within twenty, you went outright. If Hugh Jackman was a crow in Detroit, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Ann Arbor? 
home of the University of Michigan? Um, can you repeat that question? Please? I can repeat that question. Oh, Lord. If Hugh Jackman was a crow in Detroit, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Ann Arbor, home of the University of Michigan? All right. Um, 120 miles. 120. Okay, there we go. Thank you, Sean. Let's bring in Mr. Pinkman. I'm sorry. The batteries died in my clock. <laughs> oh, my word. I'll cut him some slack, though. I'll cut his time in half. I bet he loses. <laughs> Is Mr. Pinkman? Don't bother with the dice. You never know. Mm-hmm. You never know how this game. You get will. the last one. Doesn't matter what the rest of those crappy answers were. That's correct. Right, Mr. Pinkman. Uh, welcome back. If you roll the dice, normally we set it at fifteen. Whatever you roll, we'll take that number off fifteen. That will be your official handicap for today. All right. Ah, there we go. What do you got? Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's a twelve. Oh my God. <laughs> It's a three-second end. It doesn't matter. I have ten you questions for you, Mr. Pinkman. Do the best you can, okay? Come on, Pinky. Okay, deal. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky first fires now mudslides in California. What's the population of California? 3.5 million. Speaking of mud, the Mississippi River is called the Big Muddy. In miles, how long is the river? Uh, 382. Gene Hackman starred in the movie Mississippi Burning that came out on what year? 93. The Burning Man Festival in Nevada started how many years ago? Uh, 30. Burning Down the House is a song by the Talking Heads and released in what year? 78. The TV show House, starring Hugh Laurie, ran for how many episodes? Uh, 236. How old is actor Hugh Jackman? Uh, 48. Hugh Jackman played Wolverine in the X-Men film series. Wolverines are the mascot for the University of Michigan. The university founded in what year? Uh, 1912. Speaking of Michigan, what's the population of Detroit? 1.2 million. Get it within 20. You went out right. If Hugh Jackman was a crow in Detroit, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Ann Arbor, home of the University of Michigan? 137. Time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. Scar, what's the population of California, Sean said? 3 million. And Pinkman? 3.5. Way off. 35 million. Oh, boy. Speaking Sorry. of mud, the Mississippi River, called the Big Muddy, of course. In miles, how long is the river, Sean said? Uh, 1892 Pinkman. miles. Uh, 382. 2,320. Oh. That's Sean. Gene Hackman in the movie Mississippi Burning with Willem Dafoe, as I remember. Great movie, especially the scene when he slaps that uh, deputy who's sitting in the barber chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mississippi Burning came out in what year, Sean said? 82. Pinkman. 93. 88. Uh, that's right in the middle. I'm so they closer. each get. Yeah, what? Pinkman he's is closer six, by he's one. Six off. Oh, six. You're right. Pretty yeah. Man Festival in Nevada. How many years? Sean said. 28. And Pinkman. 30. 31. Oh, my God, Pinkman. Burning Down the House by the Talking Heads released in what year? Sean said. 88. Pinkman. 78. 83. Okay, now help me. That's They're even. Five and right? five, right? Five and five. Yes. Okay. So the they TV both get show a- House, starring Hugh Laurie, ran for how many episodes? Not seasons. Episodes. episodes. Yeah. You- Sean said. Eighteen. Pinkman. Two thirty-six. One seventy-seven. That's Pinky. Yes. How indeed. old is actor Hugh Jackman? Sean said. He didn't know him because he said he's eighty-five. Pinkman. Forty-eight. Forty-nine. Oh, Pinky. <laughs> the University of Michigan founded in what year? This all revolves around Wolverines, of course. Sean oh, yes. said. Um. Uh, let's see, 1954. Pinkman. 1912. 1817. 
oh, the woman's 100 years off, but you still get the point. Speaking of Michigan, what's the population of Detroit, Sean said? Um, 672,000, blah, 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 blah. Pinkman? 1,000. 1. <laughs> 1.2 million. 716,000. That's uh, Sean. Closer. What's the score? It's um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 for Pinkman and 3 for Sean. Let's see what happens. That's not... Seven, okay, because Seven to points. three, yes. If Hugh Jackman was a crow in Detroit, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Ann Arbor, home of the University of Michigan? Sean said. 120. Pinkman said. 137. Hugh Jackman would have to fly a total of 44 miles. Oh! Well, he gets it, but not enough, and Yay. Pinkman wins the game. Thanks for playing what? that bonus round what? of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close mm, yes. only counts no, in shoes. Yeah. What's my record? Three and two. Yeah. Closest to the You're now in the positive territory. Nothing yeah. beats the crow question yesterday. On the dot. Right on the money, baby. Yeah, you did. I don't remember it. I'm going to come up with a new... Well, it doesn't matter. Because if you get it right on the money, you're going to win. Yeah. Let's both get it right on the money. Yeah, How about if what? you get it right out of the money, you get punched in the face? Stop it. That's hurtful. Good job. Yeah, I thought Ann, I didn't know. I thought Ann Arbor was, well, maybe it is out in the boonies, but it's only 44 miles from Detroit. Oh, Who knew? sort of a suburby kind of thing. Mm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Suburbery. Well, Burberry, yeah. Suburbery. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there you go. Well, that's it. Yes. Mm. Three to two. Wolverines. <laughs> go blue. That's yeah. them, right? Yeah, that's them. Jim Harbaugh. Points. <laughs> Look at you go. We know yeah. I know things. Wisconsin take them down? They play? Mm-hmm. The Is it Michigan and Wisconsin? Are they big rivals? Oh, yeah. You betcha. <laughs> Have you noticed a difference in Mr. Pinkman's participation in the show as no. over the past couple months? Jim? Why? No. Have you? He, uh, well, he's doing a new podcast where he is actually the host, so I was oh, hoping... That, yeah, everyone does. Yeah, everyone do got one. Everyone does. Man on Earth that does not have a podcast. No, you and I and <laughs> Mo, maybe. Congratulations, yeah, the three of us. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you're doing a podcast, eh? Oh and yeah, bro. Guess guess who his podcast partner mm. is? No, I know the answer to this question. Who? Fritz. Fritz. And it's pronounced co-host, not partner. Oh. How long has this been kicking around? Uh, a month. Yeah, you got a few episodes, right? Yeah, eleven. They have their own iHeart channel. Mm. Yeah, bro. Casual shadows. What do you talk about? <laughs> Me? Oh, most, no. mostly. Is Jim a friend of the show? It's mostly a Phillips File gossip sub show. What's it about? Really? Tell me what it's about. What do you just um, shoot the breeze? Yeah, shoot the breeze. You have guests? Like, not yet. Actually, we had Sabrina on. And <laughs> nice occasionally, lady. occasionally, Angel will stop by to kick them out of the studio, and there's Angel. Twice he's a, now. He's a friend of the show. And he said, what the F is going on, locos? <laughs> oh, you can curse on a podcast? No, we're censored, so we oh, had to cut that part yeah, out. They're on iHeart. You can search for Casual Shadows. Go to the realradio.fm. What about Fritz's podcast? Doesn't he do a podcast about UFOs? Uh, Fort Fritz. Fort like Fritz. X-Files type of thing? Well, yeah, it's kind of a, a darker, <laughs> kind of like Black Mirror kind of podcast. Everybody's got a yeah, and then he's working on him. Well, I don't want to say. Oh, he's got another one coming. Oh, up. He, it's gonna be good. He's got a lot. He's got a lot of irons in the fire. Mm-hmm. That kid. Well, let's do a podcast, the three of us. Before you know, Crab Newberg is gonna have a podcast. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. It's just like being in the studio with us. Almost. What's the problem? 
It's like you've never been in a tight space with someone whipping you. Facebook.com slash Real Radio 1041. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken Tetrazzini. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Trying to track it down, but there is word that uh, President Trump says he won't sit and answer questions from Special Prosecutor Mueller. Uh, you can't. You can't ignore a subpoena there, bub. No man is above the law. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Oh, boy, Jimmy, lots going on. Uh, remember, it wasn't too long ago when we had our uh, diplomats in Cuba. They had to bug out yeah. because of this. Yeah, some audio. This thing audio though. device, this yeah. uh, audio, sound weapon that were actually making them physically ill. And, and, and Cuba's like, mm-hmm. hey, we have nothing to do with this. We don't know anything about this. And uh, so then other people are thinking, oh, maybe it's the Russians because they're in pretty in pretty good with the Cubans. However, uh, uh, New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez is accusing the Cuban government yeah. of playing a role. They're saying there's no way a third party agent can do it without Cuba knowing about it. So here's Menendez. It is unfathomable that the Castro regime and the intelligence services specifically were not aware of these attacks. So uh, it's I I've been a little woozy since I came back ten uh, years ago. <laughs> is from that Cuba? your excuse? I might have been too much <laughs> rum. Oh no! Here, he, 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 <laughs> he's saying there's no way they like uh, foreign agents, and I don't know about that. I think foreign agents operate all the time without government, the the host government knowing. Don't you think like no. Russian KGB agents oh, or whatever you call them right. could operate pull off an operation in Cuba without Cuban officials knowing? Yes. To this degree? Yeah. No, no. Oh, all right. No, see. I no, I think if senior Cuban officials did not directly order these attacks, they must have been aware of or given tacit approval to foreign agents to operate in Cuba. The scope of the attacks is too specific. Mm, see? Yeah, a lot of these these uh, diplomats or people in the embassy got quite ill. Yeah, and, right. uh, and they're still not. And they're back. Woo, right. woo, woo. I mean, they were some uh, constant. You know, they got tinnitus or some something. tone it, that nobody can hear but a dog, and it, it messes up your uh, brain or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on. Oh, there. It goes. Hey, oh, do the you Cubans hear that? Are here? Is that just me? Nope, I heard it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Woohoo! Did you hear some? Oh, come on, Mo! You got to get on board. I do it all the time with what? my mom. Hey, oh. what is that? Uh, whenever she puts, uh, like, she'll check aid. her hearing aids, and oh, then I'll just no. like uh, move my lips around like I'm talking to her. It's great. <laughs> That's, blah, so blah, blah. That's terribly mean, actually. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh, she loves it. I bet she does. Blah blah blah. <laughs> We're being blah, attacked. Blah, blah. My brother used to do that to my grandmother because she also had hearing aids, and he would just make this high pitch <laughs> like, yeah. and it's exactly the same. As a, as that you know, and he would just, she would be tapping her ear, her ear, yeah. you know, tip, 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 tap, tap, tap. But I usually follow it up with Parlo's dead English. <laughs> that too. It's mean. It's just mean. Well, you don't even know. I'm saying you don't even know. 
I kind of do. Okay. So let's move on then. Uh, ooh, speaking of mean, a man who's been accused of being mean is Arizona mm-hmm. sheriff or former sheriff Joe Arpaio. Mm-hmm. You know, remember uh, he got uh, the pardon from the Trumpster, mm-hmm. and then uh, now he's saying, hey, I hey. think I'm going to run for the open Senate seat when Jeff Flake, or his open seat when he decided, since he decided mm-hmm. not to run for re-election. So uh, here is Joe Arpaio saying, hey, man, I'm running, <laughs> hey, dude. Man. I'm not going to be this establishment guy that's going there mm-hmm. just to get along. I'm going to do what I can for the people of yeah. Arizona for, and to help uh, our uh, president. And that's a fact. I'm going to do what I got to do. You know yeah, what I'm right. saying? Before like I kick the bucket, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll bet you a dollar he wins the Republican primary. Oh, really? Oh, oh no. Oh, that's oh, a good bet. That is a good take bet. Him, why why don't you uh, take it? I don't know if he uh, yeah, won, one dollar. He will Republican not. primary. So, he wins the Republican uh, primary. Wins because the outgoing Arizona. senator, Arizona Senator Jeff Flake, doesn't think he's going to make it that far. I cannot see uh, supporting Joe Arpaio. I, I don't think he'll get that far, though. I really don't. Oh. I'll bet you a dollar too. Oh, so, you hear that? I'll Jeff bet you Flake? a dollar, Flake, that you won't run for re-election. Well, he's already said that. <laughs> Thanks, Mo, for giving that away. No, oh, let's boy. see what Jeff Flake has to say about that. Well, I'd be a lot more concerned if I felt he was in it for the long haul. I don't think he is. Uh, there has not been, uh, I think, one election cycle since the early 90s where Joe Arpaio hasn't said that, that he's thinking of running uh, statewide. Something, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you go. There you go. There you go. Oh, you know what else happened? Oh, what? I heard it in Moe's News. Oh, see. Yeah. It must it, be right. Uh, well, I got three stories that, that we're giving you the audio side of the the Lottie Da. Yes. Uh, Wait, do you hear that? Blah, no. Blah, Anybody blah. hear that? Oh. It's a Cuban <laughs> attack. We're being attacked by Cuba. Um, so we had the video. Mo, you mentioned the monorail incident, the, the red monorail at Disney going to Epcot. Uh, the door opened. The, uh, the Disney worker had a hard time, about 10 minutes trying to get the door shut. Was had there a it, worker on the train? Yeah, yeah. Well, or once they got to the station, no, they could when they were close. leaving, oh. getting the door shut. So he had trouble getting the door shut. Finally gets it shut. They take off. And I think the first the turn, that open. thing swings open. Yeah. And then someone, you know, I got out their video camera, videotaped it. You can see the video at realradio.fm. Here is that uh, person talking about the incident. As soon as we pulled out of the TTC and began that first loop around to start to Epcot, the door just flew open while we were moving. I was afraid somebody would slip or lose their grip and fall out. And at that height, you you wouldn't survive a fall. No, you totally wouldn't. America's heroes. Yes. Uh, you can see the video, realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. Um, they, uh, the One of the passengers said that the, the Disney employees kind of scolded them for not using the emergency phone. They're like, we didn't even know there was an emergency phone. Where is the I don't emergency know phone? Emergency I've never phone. seen it. I don't think there's an emergency phone. People would be on that thing all the time. Hey, I think there is. You know what? I don't think there's an emergency I phone. I bet it's red. They, they said a couple some... months ago they really? added signs to the inside of the monorail saying, please do not lean on doors. But uh, Disney officials say that has no correlation to what the incident that happened Why would they do on the that? red monorail. It's right next to the sign that says, please do not use the emergency phone. There is no emergency phone. Oh, you don't even yeah, know. Yeah, when's the last time you were out there on the monorail? I have been a while. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I mean, normally it's clearly marked. In the elevator, you know where the emergency phone is. It's behind that little door, right? Well, the trap door. door. Yeah, try to get that door open. I can't. I tried. Oh, we had 
We, I can't get in it the open. elevator. Yeah, we had to use that last week, or was oh. it this week? No, the it was phone, last they got week. Got a phone in there. Yeah, yeah they got a phone no, in there, but it's, it's not a call connected button. It's a call they, button. It's okay. not a phone. Yeah, well, there's a door. It's okay. supposed to be it a hasn't phone. been a phone in ten years. No, there's a door, and then there's yeah. a button inside. No, 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 no. There's no more door. That was ten years ago. <laughs> no, they've a... they've redone the elevator since then. Oh, okay. There's a call button. News junkie got news junkie got stuck in it. last week, and he called me. There's like 20 minutes to a show. He's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the elevator, and we're stuck between floors." Oh boy! So I'm like, "Hit the call button." So he then, said, you know, I went over to prop, pull the doors open like Hulk, like. You but, couldn't get him. Nah, 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 yeah, nah. So I just that. left yeah. him. Nah, 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 I'm like Die Hard. Yeah, but eventually uh, he came out of it, and and he was in there. Was that. he scarred though? I think he scarred a little. I asked him if he peed in the corner, because um, you got to mark your territory. But he was in there about five minutes. Mm. Well, and that's then okay said, if you haven't had coffee and stuff in the morning. Yeah. You know, you might have to make a pee-pee. I'm like, can know. you come to your show a little earlier, maybe, tomorrow? Yeah, bro. Just in case you get stuck sometime <laughs> exactly. again. Exactly. Or walk the stairs, maybe. Uh, we uh, also uh, had in the news the story of the accusations against James Franco. Yeah. Uh, he gave a speech at the uh, uh, Golden Globes. That were, actually, he won, you know, uh, for, sure. for Best Actor in the Disaster Artist. And had the Time's Up lapel pin causing uh, some women to tweet that says, hey, wait a second, he's not uh, kind of the right candidate. And uh, was Ali Sheedy said he was the reason she left show business. Somebody else said that he, you know, forced their head here and there, you know, in a car and whatever. It's like there have been other accusations. Well, uh, Ali Sheedy removed her tweet. She did take it down. Here is James Franco denying any sexual harassment uh, uh, Mm -hmm. on Stephen Colbert's show. First of all, I, don't, I have no idea what I did to Ali Sheedy. I directed her in a, a play off Broadway. I had nothing but a great time with her. Uh, 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 total respect for her. I had no. I have no idea why she was upset. She took the tweet down. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't speak for her. I don't know. The things that I heard that were on Twitter um, are not accurate. Um, but I completely support people coming out and being able to have a voice because they didn't have a voice for so long. You can see the... Oh, I hope awkward. it's not true. I like him uh, too much. Super yeah. awkward. Super it, it was, awkward. And, and if you want to see the complete awkwardness of his answer to that question, that video also at realradio.fm. Yeah, if it's a smooth operator, then say, hey, a little bit too smooth. That is not the only video we have on our site. We also have this video. Moira uh, talked a little bit about it. It was a teacher... Uh, Daishia Hargrave, a middle school teacher, uh, made a, uh, had a question at the uh, Vermilion Parish School Board on how they can vote to give the superintendent a raise yeah. uh, when school the employees not have not gotten right. a raise in years. It was a deal. Yeah. I'm saying, how are you taking the raise when you're shame. basically taking from the teachers and employees under you when we have class sizes that are that big? Uh, this directly speaks to what you are vo- you have just voted on. Excuse me, I'll switch this. Can I not stay in when I'm being spoken to? Anybody? Is there a you want, You're going to leave, I'm going to remove you. Yeah, it was power a, to the people. Good for you. The, yeah. Very nice. The board president, you know, said, "Oh, meeting closed. We're not. We're not listening. We're not taking comments at this time." Yeah, and then, yeah. De- why should we listen to teachers? Yeah. A deputy marshal came over, or <laughs> deputy. Marshall. I don't know if it was deputy sheriff, deputy marshal, whatever they have in that parish. Mm-hmm. I know they have parishes. They do a parish. I don't know what they call the police of the, in the parish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you know, and kind of walked Horrible. her out, and then she fell at one point. Then she was handcuffed and arrested, and. 
Yeah. Well. The ACLU and came to her defense. They did, most certainly Good. did. You can see that video at realradio.fm. Teacher, how as well. dare you ask about pay raises More for money. the administration? Huh. It's been Please. years. They haven't gotten anything in they years. They get summers off. And that superintendent yeah. just raking in the chips. Look, does it seem like a bit of a dichotomy to you? Mm-hmm. And, and she had the nerve to speak up. And then they haul her off and arrest her. Nice. Isn't that nice treatment? Yeah. Know your place, woman. Stop it. Back in the kitchen. Oy Back in the classroom. <laughs> Back in the home ec room. All right. So we move on to yes. sports. A profession where there are no females. I'm talking about head NFL football coaches. Mm. Instead, you have one Chucky $10 million a year, 10-year deal. Oakland Raider head coach gone. John Gruden. Mm. $100 million. Wow, that's a lot of money. $100 million Better over produce. 10 years. How Burden. many Super Bowl wins do you think are expected when you sign a $100 million contract? At least two, and it ought to be in the contract. You perform and will pay. You don't perform as well. You know, there ought to be. Yeah, exactly. I never understood this in sports. We ex- here's what are, Here are our expectations. And if you don't meet the expect, you meet the expectations. We give you the money plus bonuses. If you don't, you're not getting the full. You're not getting the full. Uh, you know, ten million. I'm sorry. Well, I think you get ma- eight million. Oh, damn. Many con- many contracts in sports they do have a bonus incentives. Like we expect you to hit two sixty five. Right. And you hit yeah. two forty four. So, sorry, you're not getting. The, you're not getting everything that uh, the you ones, thought you were getting. The ones that really suck is a, a, like let's say in baseball. Oh, if you play in at least one hundred and fifty. Games and they're in 149 games and they get benched for the rest of the season. Ooh, you know that's actionable. <laughs> that doesn't sound right at yeah. all, does it? Uh, he pissed me off. Anywhere uh, here is uh, John Gruden. You know, there's two Grudens coaching in the NFL. His brother uh, coaching for the Washington Redskins, and uh, Chucky is now back uh, with the uh, silver and black. The Oakland Raiders talking about uh, that. There's a bullseye on him now. I've dealt with pressure before. I, I really don't feel pressure. I, I love the excitement and the thrill of competing. I can't worry about things I can't control in that regard. But I know people will want to step on me and beat me, and that, that's just mm. the way that, that this league is. Yeah, I don't know. Things are pretty easy in the broadcast booth. You know, you, the team loses. It's nothing on you. But now when the team loses, it's all on you. That's not the way they operate, man. they got that ego. I'm telling you, those coaches, yeah. they, they're, they're just grand competitors. Mm-hmm. They want to win, and they'll take any opportunity. I mean, this is, this, you know, they they want the big leagues. Well, here he goes saying how 10 years or nine years in the broadcast booth, yeah. traveling the country, seeing all these games, doing all the interviews, working, you know, for ESPN – how that benefits him now uh, being a head coach. This is his second time around as a head coach in the NFL. I think I'm more big picture now than I was in the past. I still want to be very detailed in terms of how we play offense. I still want to be very involved in how we move the football. I have had some opportunities that are unique and I think beneficial as a, as a broadcaster. Yeah, he's made zillions of dollars and now, okay, I'm going to get back in the game. I'm going to get a Super Bowl win, if not more than one. Mm-hmm. Better get more. I want at least two. Two out of the next three years. We'd expect oh, some kind of... Oh, well, that's kind of... Like two out of the next three years? Yeah. Oh, that's not, the Super Bowl. Two out of the that's next, not That's right. what they ought to put in his contract, is what I'm saying. That, well, that's not happening. <laughs> Correct. Sorry, <laughs> we were renegotiating this contract. This is not happening. I was ready for I'll two. Give you, I'll give you one Super Bowl within five years. 
That's that, it? Yeah, that's... For that kind of money? Well, there's a lot of factors. Than that. There's Look a at lot the competition, of factors. Mo. Yeah. Oh, boy. He's not on the field. He's only the coach. Only the coach. Only the coach. Only the coach. If you ask him, he'd say he's it. I mean, a year ago, the Raiders looked poised to challenge uh, like the, Raiders. the Patriots, but then Derek Carr gets injured, and they, they couldn't win a game in the playoffs. Where then, are they now? Las Vegas? Where are they? They're Raiders. on their way. They're the still like, I don't like that. I don't like They got boxes, and they're packing. That's how close they are. They're not ready to put the boxes <laughs> on the they're truck They're still yet. black and silver? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they better gold, be. Yeah, they some, better be. Whatever they Yeah, they better be. Why? Because that's know. iconic. That's, 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 so that's Raiders. Right. They're an old team. Jim, we like leaving it on a happy note. And guess what? We've got the video to coincide. The companion video you find at realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. All the videos there for the audio file. Uh, Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep having a little fun doing their own casting call. I think, you know, we know that Tom Hanks is a big fan of the Phillips file. Yeah. When he was in town, uh, w- uh, he was producing, was it Earth to the Moon over mm-hmm. at the Cape? Used to drive back and forth, you know, in the, he had a Corvette and listened to the Phillips file. They stopped him to give him a ticket. And he was, uh, the deputy said he had the program on. Absolutely. And so I know Never that got was that call back. That was a little before that was a little before we did cast and call, but I'm sure he listens for free on the iHeartRadio app. I'm sure he does, along with Steven Spielberg. On the Ellen show, he and Meryl Streep reprised oh. each other's roles. So here's some famous roles of one being oh, okay. portrayed by the other. Life is like a box of chocolates. That's not working. You never know what you're gonna get. Well, I'll get, I'll get out the guest list. We need to start. Working on the seating chart. <laughs> oh, by all means, move at a glacial pace. You know how that thrills. You are a toy! You aren't the real Buzz Lightyear! You're a... Uh, you're an action figure! You are a child plaything! All right, sounded well, like banana. What are the three characters? <laughs> uh, so Meryl Streep was portraying the Tom character of... Forrest Gump. Forrest, Forrest Gump, Gump, yeah. And then Tom, uh, and then she also portrayed the Tom Hanks character of Toy Woody. Story, Woody. Woody in Toy Story, yeah. and Tom Hanks portrayed the Meryl Streep character of Devil Wears Prada. No, Dang. that's what I thought. That's, no, what was it? it? Sounded like it. Sure did. Moving at a glacial Steak. pace. Is that what Julia Child. Oh, uh, right. Lame. Mm. That's not lame. Couldn't have picked a better movie, oh. like the dingo eating the baby and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, actually, that would have been good. Where's my right. fiance? <laughs> my oh. fiance. I've I've lost my fiance. Oh, the poor. The dingo ate your fiance. Oh boy. <laughs> Seinfeld points. Thank you. Still funny. It is yeah. still funny. The <laughs> dingo ate your fiance. The dingo took my baby. The dingo took my baby. So funny. Do you blah, hear that? Blah, blah. Oh, here's something. Blah blah blah. Anyway, Phillips File, uh, you just go to our section. You go to realradio.fm. All the videos are there. That's your audio file for today. I am out. Well, we've got Scott Maxwell later in the program. Regular round of Closest to the Pin as well. All upcoming soon on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man declared dead by three doctors was actually alive and a snorer. Morgue employees realized he was alive when they heard snoring. Don't let mainstream media fool you folks. This was actually this man's ghost trying to leave his body through a process called ghostly ectoplasmic diffusion. Next, a Florida man was caught trying to steal a rack of ribs in his pants. Rib for her pleasure. Am I right? Finally, 
a man with his social security number tattooed on his forehead has been tied to a string of robberies. You laugh but he's identity theft proof. His social security number is in such an obvious place that crooks will never find it. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From You're listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio! Blah, blah, blah. song wasn't blown away by any mudslide. President uh, Donald Trump said today that, quote, it seems unlikely, end of quote, that he'd give an interview in special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation into a potential coordination between Russia and the Trump campaign. I'm not a lawyer. I just play one on the radio. But the fact of the matter is, if you are issued a subpoena by the special prosecutor, whoever you are, you have to answer the subpoena. And if the special prosecutor says, you know, we can do it at the White House or you can come in here, it's face to face. There's no negotiation here. It's not like, OK, well, I answer your questions, but uh, my attorneys will uh, do it. Uh-uh. It doesn't it just doesn't work that way. Ask Gerald Ford, ask Bill Clinton. It just doesn't work that way. He's living in a dream world. That's exactly right. Now, you might. You might be able to argue whether uh, a pres- sitting president of the United States can be indicted. That's up for that's up for argument. But there is no argument about a subpoena. If you are a citizen of the United States, no matter your station, you have to answer the subpoena. The special prosecutor, special counsel, was given that power by Congress. So if he issues a subpoena, you must answer the questions. You don't get to say, well, I'll answer him in six months or I'll have my attorneys. No, you got to sit down with the special prosecutor and his team and answer the questions. I'll put money on that one. Jim, Real Mobile 77031, powered by David Moss Chevrolet. Yes. It's also known to us sometimes as our... Correction hotline, Uh-oh. and I stand oh, not, to be corrected because in that clip of uh, Tom Hanks and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Tom Hanks uh, doing the part of uh, what's her name? Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. It wasn't the Julia Childs in that clip. It was Devil Wears Prada. Thank Boys. you. And the question job, I have Pinkman. is, how did Pinkman know that? Pinkman knew it, and I agreed. One of the best ever. It's a good movie. I've never One seen it. One of the it. best ever. I love that movie. I've never seen it. I could watch it. it over and over and over and over. Never saw it. It's a good, it's a good movie. Oh, no, totally. I mean, just a... 
well, not an award winner. Or no, no, certainly not. But it's always amusing. It's no bright. I don't know what that is either. Will Smith points. Bright oh. is the movie uh, produced by Netflix, released directly to Netflix, and there's an interesting uh, shift in or dynamic shift in movies and how they're reviewed and the power that certain reviewers have because. This is a movie that is circumventing the normal industry standard of creating movie, going to the mm. movie theater, and putting it out. So Rotten Tomatoes, baby. They're saying some. <laughs> they're, well, they're saying something. It got low score on Rotten Tomatoes. They're saying yeah. that some of the reviews are low because they don't want a Netflix self-produced movie to succeed. Same because it oh. upends the it upends the industry standard. Netflix is pouring thirty billion dollars into its into its uh, system for as far as uh, funneling thirty billion dollars into future programming and production. Smart move. Scared to death about what Disney's going to be doing now that they bought out Fox. Mm. It's a brave new world. Mm-hmm. Out of sight. You know what I'm saying? Points. Blah, What's blah, that? Blah. <laughs> One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Anyway, so that's we got that with the president. Sorry, you got to answer the subpoena, baby. Yeah, what's the, the way thing? it goes? I will wager. Go on. Uh, I'll bet you one dollar. One dollar. Yeah. The Jared Kushner. Oh wait. Yeah. I think you have some Jared bets coming up. I do. What are uh, they? I do believe you do. You oh, I think we do, yeah. What do. is it? The 15th, that's Monday. Some of them will be settled on Monday. One Uh-oh. of them is that Flynn's son or Jared, uh, Michael Flynn, Michael Flynn's son, Jr., yeah. or Jared will be indicted by the Monday, the 15th. Now I'm going to lose that dollar, so I'll set another There's date. another Valentine's one. Day by Valentine's Day. Mm. He'll be indicted? Either Kushner or, uh, Flynn or Flynn's... Flynn's, Flynn's son. By Valentine's yeah. Day. One dollar? Yeah. February 14th. Right. So you're, are you kicking this can down the road no, or you're no, settling no, this no, one I'll and settle adding? This bet. No, I set them the, bet. I'll settle it. The penultimate day before the days. Ides of February. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you think? One dollar deal. Okay. Flynn, son, or Jared. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Oh, you are you worried? Indicted by... No, I'm not worried. You nervous, by bro? I think that house of cards is about to fall. Oh, boy. Kevin Spacey points. Here's Paul on Real Radio. Go ahead, Paul. Hey, File. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I live near the Green Meadows farm, and I have a pretty good beat on the reason why all of a sudden the owner of the property doesn't want to rent anymore. This is the one in Kissimmee that's been around forever. Thousands, literally thousands of school children have visited this farm, and now they say they're closing down and moving. What's going on? All right. Uh, within walking distance of Green Meadows farm, a new uh, Sunrail station is opening up. Mm. And it'll connect Poinciana, uh, Osceola County to Orange County, mm-hmm. Florida Mall, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All that property around there yeah. is going to be developed into apartments um, and, and all that land will probably go up in value. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure somebody came along and found the property owner and said, yeah, hey. you got to get out. And so the property owner said, it's not going to get much better than this. And they took the money and said, uh, that's the way it goes sometimes. That's very sad, though, to a certain degree. And what are they going to do with that cow with the big underbite? Oh, Ugga or Ugma or something. Uh, it's Ugma. Ugma the cow. Have you seen that? Have we posted that? Well, thank you, sir. That's good That's good information. Yes, yeah, this cow that's been down there at uh, Green Meadows, and it's got this gigantic underbite. Chewing its cud. I thought we posted video. that. I'll put it on the website.
say. Channel 6 uh, tweeted it out yesterday. And it's like, oh, this is, we got to do some of that. we got to save that cow. Save Ugmo. Ugmo or Ugma? I think I it's Ugmo. It Ugmo. What is it? <laughs> I think it's Ugmo. Well, I try that Ugma? again. Yes, yeah, U-G-M-A, isn't it? Mm. Uh, I'll find this out. This huge underbite. Another reason to save them. Well, we don't want to turn it into hamburger and glue or anything like oh, that. We want to my. save Ugma. Hashtag save Ugma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's Ugmo. Ugmo or Ugma? I don't, I'm having to wade through a lot of mug shots on here to find it. <laughs> All right, let me take That's a look. Mug- hey, don't forget, <laughs> next hour, regular round of close listen to the pin. We've got Scott Maxwell, Shot Doctor, comes in at 6. No more Shot Doctor beatdown. We've done away with that because we're making room for the five-minute professor at about 6.20. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From- Update you on. U.S. immigration agents descended on dozens of 7 Eleven stores before dawn today across the country to uh, open employment audits and interview workers in what officials describe it as the largest operation against an employer under Donald Trump's presidency. They're sending, essentially, what they're doing is they're sending a message to employers. People out there, yeah. uh, Better not be hiring illegals. They also said four of those raids were in Orlando. They were oh all boy. over the country, but four of them were here just to send a message. Yeah, who's going to put, put away those mess. cases of beer, man? Oh, Always wanted to do that at the convenience store, and they're taking my job. <laughs> Someone's got to Employment's at 4.1%. It's essentially full employment in the United States mm-hmm. when it gets down to that level. Oh. So, I mean, oh. you got to ask. I mean, there, there are jobs out there that Americans will not do. I'm sorry they're not going to do them. They're not going to go to the chicken processing plant and work there. They just won't do it. They're not going to mm. go into the slaughterhouse. Americans just don't do that anymore. We rely on immigrant labor to do that, legal or illegal, and most of it's illegal. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want Americans to slaughter your beef now, get ready to pay about 23 pounds for Hamburg, or $23 for a pound of Hamburg. Right. I'm going to have to be a vegetarian. Mm. So anyway, open up the program. Because uh, Paula White, you know who Paula White is? Paula White is a pastor. Now, I don't know if she's ordained or self-ordained. Doesn't make any damn difference to me. You want to call a it, Pentecostal. Call it, well, it doesn't matter. You know, she go to a seminary. She's got a degree in, you know, theology. I, I have no idea. Some some of these people, they just put out a shingle and, uh, hey, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a preacher. Well, good for you. Some other people, they, they go to school. 
or they go to college, you know, postgraduate work. I have no idea. It doesn't matter to me. Anyway, Donald Trump's speech, this is according to Newsweek, by the way. Uh, Paula White is a pastor. She has a mega church. She has a mega church in West Orange County. I think it's the one off McCormick Road in between a Coey and a Popka. I may be off on that, but we can oh. double check. All right. Donald Trump's spiritual advisor has suggested, get this now, listen closely, according to Newsweek, she has suggested that people send her money in order to transform their lives or face divine consequences. Paula White, who heads up the president's evangelical advisor committee, suggested making a donation to her ministries to honor the religious principle of, quote, first fruit, end of quote, which she said is the idea that all firsts belong to God, Mm -hmm. including the first harvest and apparently the first month of your salary. Mm -hmm. Quote, according to Newsweek, right now I want you to click on that button and I want you to honor God with his first fruits offering, end of quote. She said in a video shared uh, to her website in which she encourages her followers to donate to her ministries to get blessings from God. Quote, if God doesn't divinely step in and intervene, I don't know what you're going to face. He does, she said. And anyway, so I I don't know. On her website, it says that she says, give God your best, not your leftovers. So, you know, take it right off the top. January is the beginning of a new year for us in the Western world. Let us give to God what belongs to him. So I got a little bit of audio from Paula White. Now, I don't know if it's in direct relation to this particular Newsweek story, but listen closely to this after about, I mean, you have to listen very closely right at the end. Because she's going to just slide that just in slides there. it right. Yeah, she she just, does. you know, listen for it. I mean, you know, pay attention and listen for it because Paula White, in my estimate, just slides that right in there, right at the last moment. Here's Paula White. Without a foundation. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 11, verse 6, it says, What shall the righteous do if the foundation be destroyed? So without first things being first, without first fruits, you see, there are many different things when you talk about first fruits because there's first fruits offering, there's first fruit feast season, there's first fruit as in a firstborn, the first of your income. And people think like, <laughs> Did oh, you hear that? The firstborn, first the first year income. Your faith is your business. I'm not going to argue your faith. Your money is your business. You want to spend it any way you want to. I think she's, in my estimation, uh, she's picking your pocket. Her church is but called. But that's uh, that's my. I mean, you're allowed to do with your money as you so desire. Uh-huh. If you believe in Paula White, and you believe that this is uh, the proper thing to do, then give her all the money in the in that you have in the world. That's your business, not mine. I think it's. Uh, I think it's uh, working the gullible myself. She, the church she is in charge baloney. of, is called the New Destiny Christian Center, and yes, they're sort of on Hiawassee. They're over there, but sort of. Hiawassee West of what? Lockhart and east of McCormick. What? It's right off McCormick. Yeah, it's no, south it of Popka ish. No, it's right on the, the main road that links. Uh, I know where it is. It's right off McCormick. It's on Clarecona. It looks like it's on Clarecona and McCormick. That That's sort of the intersection, the biggest roads nearby. Yeah, it's right near Claire where Kona, the West Orange Trail yes. begins. Yes, exactly. On the east end. Okay. It's down near uh, Clarecona Horseman's Park, if you know where that is. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> you know where it is? No. Mm-hmm. Never been out that way? I used to live out there. I, I've walked on that West Orange Trail it's once. About three, yeah, but that trail that... goes all the way from there into Claremont. Well, it wasn't over there. I know that. So if you wanted to pray for you, I have a number you can call. 
Just saying. So anyway, that's uh, that's uh, Paula Wake. She's part of the president's. What is this evangelical? I didn't know you know what that means. The president's evangelical. Well, not all evangelicals are Pentecostal. Mm. Not all all Pentecostals, I would say, are probably evangelical. And not everyone who counts themselves as evangelicals Pentecostal. Oh. But anyway, she heads up the president's evangelical advisory committee. Mm-hmm. So well, if you're just sitting around saying, I don't know what I was going to do with that January, uh, uh, you know, salary. Yeah, sure. I just, you know, I'm just sitting around. Saying, what am I going to do with this? You know, to hell with the rent and to hell with the cable bill and the utilities and everything. What am I going to do with this? Well, Paula White has a suggestion for what you can do with that. Really? By the way, White was a uh, was among, according to the news Newsweek article was among a number of televangelists who were examined after Republican Senator Charles Grassley launched a 2007 investigation into the finances of ministries that solicit millions of dollars in donations. However, the report published in 2011 did not draw any firm conclusions of wrongdoing. So there you go. Your money. Jim, send me some money. Real Mobile texting you, trying to sending you anything. trying to check you, Daddy O. Oh, check me, check put me. you in the place, and, and it says, and this might be the uh, the the funniest text of the year. What's that? Just face it, Trump is a good president. Oh my! Now, if we leave it there, then we can actually do this. That was something nice about President Trump. Oh wait, to hear that? Blah blah blah. Oh, oh. it's Cubans are. Attacking us again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, that's why you get two thirds of the country can't stand them. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. He's doing a terrific job. How'd the market do today? Just for uh, kicks and giggles. Down just, a, but not a lot. Only a, a skosh sixteen. Just a little bit, eh? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing when you take away all all rules, and you let them just do what they want. How yeah. high that thing will let go? Capitalism be capitalism. <laughs> let the free market flourish. Let no, Trump be Trump. No chance this thing is going to implode. Mm-hmm. Mm. No way. Mm-hmm. We're it's good. Just gonna keep, and by the way, if you got, it's just going to keep going up and up and up and up and up. That's that's what happens with the market. I'm watching my 401k. I might re- retire by uh, Friday. It's not even a bubble yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> but her church did lose hundreds of members and lots of donations due to her relationship with the president. Who says that? Her son. Paula oh, White. Really? Yes, Paula White's son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a piece of work. Her, I didn't realize her congregation is predominantly African American. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because of her relationship with the president, her only child, and he's also an associate pastor, says that they have lost a lot of people. Well, got to work on expanding that flock. Mm-hmm. There are bills oh. to pay. Now, if you see the video, because Pinkman said, "Man, look at that house," and I said, "House." It's probably just her office at the church, for all I know. It's really nice. It is pretty sweet, isn't is it? it? Yeah. She's got those big oh, yeah. vases or vases. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a big screen TV in the background. A fireplace. There's Yeah, mm-hmm. nice fireplace. There's what looks to be a very expensive turntable right under the uh, TV. I don't want to sound uh, sexist, but it will sound sexist. She's an attractive woman. There's no question about oh, that. Mm-hmm. Well, think, she is. Think when she There's was... nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with saying somebody's attractive. She is attractive. You think when she was looking for a home, she told the realtor, you know, uh, uh, think what? How would Jesus live? That's the kind of house I want. No, because then she would live in some... 
poor neighborhood. I, should, oh. I want a house with a big Scrooge McDuck vault. <laughs> That's I want to go awesome. in there and just roll around oh, among the money bags. Mm-hmm. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to text in and win tickets to see the sold-out Alter Ego show in Los Angeles is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! All right, time for that uh, regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Pam with Rob as the backup. I'll head to the soundproof booth. Mr. Pinkman, what's the prize? We have a pair of tickets to the Diamond Resorts Invitational. The Diamond Resorts Invitational returns to Orlando this weekend, the 12th through the 14th, at Tranquilo Golf Club at the Four Seasons Resort with PGA Tour legends, LPGA stars, all-star celebrities, and more. That's all benefiting the Florida Hospital for Children. You can visit drigolf.com for tickets and details. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Let's welcome Pam to the program. Hello, Pam. Hello, Kyle. You ready to play a game? I sure am. Okay, it's uh, a category submitted by Mark Quinn, and he asks, what keeps you up at night? Okay? Uh, what do you mean by yeah. that? Well, this is actually going to be interesting facts about astronomy, oh. astrophysics, and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, my favorite. What keeps you up at night? Oh. Are, you, are you ready to go, Pam? Uh, I guess so. This is right in your wheelhouse. I can feel it. <laughs> oh, I feel it. Let me ask you something. Are you skydiving right now? Uh, no, I'm driving in a car. Is the window up? <laughs> Is it really loud? Yeah, <laughs> super loud. There's a little breeze. If you could put your window up, I want you to focus on the road mainly. Okay, and then, is that and, better? Oh, much better. Way better. Okay. Yeah. Here you go, Pam. I want you to hear these questions uh, and answer quickly and do your very best. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Okay. Interesting <laughs> facts about astronomy, astrophysics, and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Here we go in three, two, one. Only 5% of the universe is made up of normal matter. What percentage is dark energy? 15. How old is Neil deGrasse Tyson? 72. How many light years away is the closest black hole to Earth? Seven. In the billions, how many stars are there in the average size galaxy? 18. In the thousands... How many miles does light travel in one second? Seven. Time. All right, good job. We're going to put you on hold. Again, focus on the road. Let's bring Jim back in. I hear there's, uh, you know, some I-4 backups near the attractions Uh. with an overturned vehicle. No way. Oh, my God. What else is new? Man. I-4 is a mess. God bless each and every one of you who has has to commute in this every single day. Horrible, right? God bless you. Don't forget to send us your money. What's today? Wednesday? I did a Tuesday morning on my yeah. way from Lake Mary to Winter Park. Yeah. 7.30 to 8.30 yeah. to go three exits. Yeah. It was an hour. On the J- I-4? On yeah. the on the I-4. Where's yeah. the accident? Down by the attraction. Down by uh, Disney, uh, but just yeah. blessing these people who have to do this every day, deal with this Blessing road. people. He's putting yeah. his hands on God bless you. Mm-hmm.
Ready to go? And you don't have to send me money. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do it for free. You can good, send though. it to me. You can send do not send it to Pinkman. Jim, welcome back. I have a category <laughs> submitted by Mark Quinn. Yeah. Mark Quinn sent a category. Thanks, Mark. Uh, and he asked what keeps you up at night. I think this might keep him up at night. Interesting facts about astronomy, astrophysics, and Neil deGrasse Tyson. I know what I keep up at night. What? Mm. <laughs> really? How are you doing? How you really? doing? Really? We have to do that now? Yeah. Are you ready to go? Oh, rim shot. Oh, are you ready to go? Of course. Reset the clock for you when we'll begin Cheap. three. Low-hanging fruit. Uh-huh. What? Only 5% of the universe is made up of normal matter. That's right. What percentage is dark energy? 92%. How old is Neil deGrasse Tyson? He's 53. How many light years away is the closest black hole to Earth? How many light years? Uh, 24. In the billions, how many stars are there in the average size galaxy? 15 billion. In the thousands, how many miles does light travel in one second? It travels 172,000 miles. In a second. Got it. A second. I got your time. I'm recording yes. your time. I'm doing a little math, For a second, yes. What I'm doing in 2018, I'm adding a five-second handicap <laughs> to your time. Yeah, we always do that. And it brings you pretty close to Pam's time. Pam. Pam. Thanks, Mark Quinn, for the category. Great prize on the line. Oh, easy one. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks. Where it's all about guessing. Mm-hmm. Dark <laughs> energy. What percent of the universe is dark energy? Yeah, dark Which energy. Is, okay. Uh, let's see. Pam said. 75%. She really did? Yeah. Really? What Jim said? Is that 92? The answer? 75%. No yeah. way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. I didn't, I didn't even realize she said that when I wrote uh, down when we 75. Is that Pam, wrong? the astrophysicist. I don't know. I thought she said Great. 5%. 5? Yeah. What? No, 75. Must be 75. Don't get in an accident, Pam. Oh, sorry. You got double points. Mm-hmm. 25% is dark matter. Ooh. Ooh. How old is Neil deGrasse Tyson? P- Pam said. 72 years old. Oh, boy. Uh, Jim? Yeah. She went off the rails here. Uh, 53. He's 59. Jim gets ah, a point. It's, it's two to one. Up. Oh, no, not. Man. She got it on the money, Mo. Oh, she did two yeah, points. So two yeah. to one. I have to make two check marks over here. Oh, 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 go, 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 go. Yoko. Yoko Ono. Hey, Yoko, what, what language was that? Yoko All this talk about Paula White, I'm talking in tongues. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> what just happened there? He's me, Dr. P. Pants. That's right. <laughs> Eat your vitamins, drink your milk. Oh, thank you, Holster. Uh, other than the sun, the closest star to Earth is Alpha Centauri, 4.4 light years away. But how many light years away is the closest black hole to Earth? Oh, yeah. How many light years? Pam said. Seven light years. Jim. 24. 1.6 light years. Pam gets the point. Pam. She's You're up doing three a good to job, one. Pam. Go, Pam. Go, Pam. In the billions, how many stars are there in the average size galaxy? Mm-hmm. Average size. Just an average, not an extra large galaxy. No, man. I'm just an average galaxy. Average galaxy. How many? How many billions of stars? Pam said. 18 billion. Ooh. What did Jim say? 15 billion. 15? Yeah. And she said 18? That's correct. The answer is 40 billion. Pam mm. gets that point. Oh, Jim, it's 4 to win. 1. No, no sorry about it. can't win. Jim, if you a get pan. this one on the money, yeah. you're not going to win. Um, in the thousands, how many... <laughs> I almost said it, but I think he might have got this on the money. Oh. Uh, in the thousands, how many miles does light travel in one second? Oh, in one the second, thousands. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pam said... 7,000. 7,000. Jim said... 172. It's 186,000. Ah, you oof. were close, Jim. Not you close did get enough. the point. But Pam wins four to two. Good job, Pam. You pick up the prize. Thanks for playing that regular round of closest to the pin.
Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, stupid category, grenades, and closest to the pin. Pull it out of your ass category. Oh. Oh my, I knew something was fishy. What's fishy? I don't know. I don't want to say What are the textures saying? There's so many. They're never wrong when there are this many. What are they saying? 5%? No, for the first one, she said 15%. Doesn't matter. Right? That would Well, yeah. Still doesn't matter. It was. No, it'd be three to two instead of four. Huh? She would lose double points and Jim gets one point. Right? Yeah. She loses double points. Jim gets one point and then it's three to two. I wrote down 75%. That's what I wrote down. I think you were playing in your head, and you wrote down the right answer. Let's go to the audio tape. Oh, all right. Well, you're going to take the prize away from Pam? Certainly not. All right, well, then let's just let I'm not that kind of man. We'll count it as a win for you, but Pam gets the prize. How about that? You want to just switch it? Well, check the audio. I mean, you know, I'm not going to trust the textures for crying out loud. They're all high anyway. Oh, no, no, no. When they say it, now I think it really was 15%. I'd be willing to bet money right now that it was 15% if we go back. Same. Anyone else want to bet? I'm not going to bet. I don't know. Uh, How would we? I don't know. Well, I I wrote down 75. So I won? You won, but she gets a prize. How about that? Well, give Rob a prize, Yeah, Rob too. needs a prize. Rob gets screwed. He's like, hey, I'm doing nothing here except getting screwed. Oh, I'm sorry, Rob. Okay, P- Pam that. gets the prize. Rob gets a prize if he can find something. Yeah, Pinkman, get yeah, on it. We got think you can handle that? Yeah, I think yeah. so. You're too date. busy on the phone with Dan Rather. Well, I'm on the phone with Conan O'Brien right About now. About time. Uh, <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Conversation with Scott Maxwell right around the corner. First things first, here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A topless woman in New Orleans tried to seduce an Uber driver while her boyfriend robbed him but failed. I wonder if he threw beads at her as a defense. Next, an 80-year-old Swiss man has been arrested for bank robbery. The man's got to pay for polygrip somehow. Finally, a Virginia man accidentally shot himself while trying to rob an apartment. I hope they make him pay the cleaning fee. Blood is near impossible to get out of carpet. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. And transmission. Right you are, Big Daddy. We are not the banks.com, a direct mortgage lender. Their mortgages made easy. Brad Siebert and his team, uh, I've used them. I did a refi through them. I know several people who've refinanced their homes and purchased new homes as well. If you're in the market for a new home, you have to find a way to pay. We are not the banks.com can help you out. Regardless of your credit history, they can work with you. If you are military, they can handle VA loans. If you are self-employed, WeAreNotTheBanks.com has a special program for self-employed people. See what they can do for you. Go to their website. It's WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Coming up next on this Wednesday edition of The Phillips File, a conversation with Scott Maxwell. From... You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. What percentage is dark energy? 15. Here it is. Oh, I hear something. Hearing's been affected from that beeping. Just get back from Havana. 
1041 Phillips file for this Wednesday. Every Wednesday, of course, for many, many, many years, we set aside this time to talk to Scott Maxwell, who writes the Ticking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Without further ado, please welcome Mr. Maxwell back to the program. Hello, Mr. Maxwell. Good afternoon, Jim. It is a place, Jim. Over and over, he said this. He said these three, wait, four words, you be the turtle. Four words. He said, you be the turtle. You be the tortoise. You be the tortoise. Now, keep in mind, Jim, we were, it was a race. The only goal in this thing was to be the first one across the finish line. But I can't. You're racing against the mayor of Orlando, is that right? I I am, but I can't really see everything that's going on. And I so I'm the navigator. I'm watching both now. The mayor, he was all over the place, swooping up. Scott was, you know, flying it true through the rings and and steady and and coming through. And like, I didn't want him to mess up because I saw. I can't believe the mayor didn't crash. I understand. I think I think someone from like Lockheed came over and kind of helped the mayor. All over tarnished. I've seen him make that exit from the soccer matches. Driving, man, he's in that black SUV with the with the the blue and white, uh, you know, and the siren going with. Ah, ah. It's oh, like, oh my really? god, police are coming through. Oh yeah, that happens all least, the time. At least we were in uh, <laughs> flight simulators this time, as compared to two years ago when it was a dance off, which 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 was basically like two flailing dad bods. It's what lobbyists are now required to do. Yeah, Jim. So uh, you, you, we've talked a little bit about this through the years. We have a new speaker, House Speaker Corcoran, as of last year. And getting into it, we found that these guys are taking more money than ever before sure. uh, from these special interests. So they're taking uh, – Rick Scott has taken $50 million in the past three years. Richard Corcoran uh, has taken $5.5 million. And by the way, he hasn't even said whether he's running for anything, and that's just in the past uh, few months. So – they can't blah 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 association tobacco, and sugar yeah, you, you you name it and don't forget yeah. us let me move on to are you getting caught up in the um, in the UCF stuff or is that uh, just i mean you're a north carolina guy i mean i'm just wondering whether take it easy everybody <laughs> but 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 the observation that i also made and i have this in column tomorrow is you have politicians everywhere from pensacola to key largo tripping over each other to try to issue press releases uh declaring ucf that you know what that gator championship that don't count it's uh ucf uh or, or, or with the candidate for cfo who i saw uh issue this would he say sorry Knowles. That game Monday night doesn't count. It's all UCF. It's it's just it's just all bluster on both sides. What amazes me is, and it doesn't matter whether it's UCF or any 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 university college that has an athletic program. You go, you can go up to him and say, you know something, your physics department really blows. <laughs> say your electrical engineering, you know, it's pro- I've never what? seen so something, some, it's worthless. <laughs> but you go, and your football team blows, and they come unglued. Like, actually, I, I've always wondered about the dynamics about that. It's the, I guess, some sort of tribalism where you can all gather around the, the football team or one of the sports programs is, you know, no but he's gathering around the physics department, you know, you know, go physics department. I mean, I, I get it, but it's just amazing. to. I think it's football, and I think for a lot of people, maybe they're looking into the future and knowing that in some cases this will be the best time of their lives. <laughs> you know, it's not going to get any. It's not going to get any better than being twenty years old at the University of Central Florida and having a, a terrific football season. And maybe somewhere in the future, they say it's not going to get any better than this, is it? 
I, th- there's probably some of that, especially for old, for old jocks or, or things like that. But there is something that is just nonsense about sports. It's just insane, and we and many of us fall victim to it. And one of the best examples I can give to you to, the, to you is this: I have a son who is 15 years old. He would just as soon never be in the same room as me. We barely make eye contact on a <laughs> weekly basis. We have embraced one time in the past two years. Uh-huh. It was when UNC won the national championship. We wrapped our arms around each other like Thelma and Louise as the final buzzer. Uh, That's kind of sweet, right? Sweet. Right, right. And it doesn't make any sense. It wasn't because of anything we'd done for each other. It's because we were watching our basketball team, and that makes no sense at all. You know that, uh, I don't know whether you're aware of it or whether you'd even write about it, but uh, college sports pay no taxes. There are no taxes. There are no business taxes or income taxes placed on collegiate sports. I didn't find this out until the other day. This is a billion, mean, multi-billion dollar industry. I mean, there are tax breaks uh, if you're a if you're sense. a sponsor, if you're a donor, if you're a, what do you call it, like a bull gator that donates a certain amount of money. If you have a business relationship with a university, there are no taxes on that. You're not taxed on that. Certainly, the universities are not taxed on that. I guess that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that the, the universities are public or nonprofit institutes, Correct. and the foundations are also uh, nonprofit institutes. And speaking of money, by the way, like. Like I said, I'm all for UCF. I even liked them running that ad. I, I think that was a you know a local ad. They ran the, declaring they were national champions during the championship game. That, that was, was sort of the ult, the ultimate in trolling. Uh, but <laughs> the, the one part that I sort of thought was, did you see where they cut three hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars worth of bonuses? To the yeah. coaches, yeah, yeah. all of whom, by the way, are leaving. I mean, and, and their championship bonuses, and that's when I want to be like, all right, you guys know you didn't actually win the championship. Oh, here we right? go. Yeah, I'm already in a Twitter. I can't tell you how many Twitter followers. I've oh, I've also. seen. I've I've seen some of yours, and you and you say nice try to them. Uh, that drives them mad. Yeah, and that's what I see. The people on both sides uh, of this, I, I find kind of amusing. But well, you know, go on. They're in the conversation in a way they would not have been if they hadn't done. Well, that, I like so. to jerk their chain. I mean, that's how they make my living so if they say yeah well the university of florida wasn't in the bowl game i say you know i'll say yeah lousy season granted just a piss poor season but you know three national championships three heisman trophy winners 22 (laughs) consecutive bowl appearances fifth best in the nation when it comes to that but you know have a nice season and see, listen to you, Jim. You would think you, you took the field back on. You would think that the way you talk, like you are a kicker. This is what we all do. We have, we appropriate ourselves with these programs in a way that yeah. just doesn't make any sense. No, not at all. Yeah. Let me ask. What was I going to ask you? And I don't know if you paid any attention. I commented on this last week, and I don't know whether it rings a bell with you. This woman who was charged with manslaughter in the death of uh, the uh, she was in the she was transporting kids to one of the daycare facilities and she was arrested i believe when was it mo when was she arrested she was charged with manslaughter kid died in the van she neglected it was the, the summer when the it happened it in was august hot. i think yeah. and just in the past week or so i guess a judge has agreed to lower her bond from 30,000 to 2500 and the 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 more i delve into this the more i have a problem with the cash bail system in this country sure. 750,000 people not convicted of anything simply charged with a crime are behind bars cuz they can't meet bail 
Well, that's right. And I can't, I'm going to, I want to start with the disclosure that I don't know. I, I haven't paid any attention to the specifics of what you're talking about. I remember the case, but not this bond deal. But you are absolutely right about the inequity of the bond system. And, and the way that I have heard it described to me by public defenders is for some of these people, when you say $5,000, you might as well be saying $5 million. Correct. Uh, that, 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 that it has all got to be, and that once you send someone to jail, it, a, an awful cycle starts where they no longer are able to make an income. They're no longer to pay restitution for whatever the things. Yeah, there, there is a big inequity with, uh, with bonds that, uh, that, that it's just not a problem for the wealthy. Yeah, and they say bond is set uh, because uh, they're concerned about flight risk. People are not, you know, most people are not going to do that because they don't want to go back to jail. You know, they, you know, this nonsense about flight risk, and number one, you know, you're accused of murder. You're not getting out. You're not bonding out. But, you know, most of these other things, these people are not a danger to the community. They run afoul at the law. For the most part, they're going to show up for trial because otherwise the bench warrant is issued for their arrest. They go back to jail, and then they have to serve even a longer sentence of adjudicated mm-hmm. guilty. I, I, I just find this... It costs, on average, $150 a day to keep somebody behind bars, even though they're not just charged with a crime, whereas an ankle bracelet costs about $25 a day, where you can keep track of their whereabouts on a daily basis. I don't know. I don't know whether you might be interested in looking into that. It just, just rubs me the wrong way the more that I look into it. Well, it also becomes, too, uh, that, that there's, there's not really uh, consistency. I know that judges, in general, are more aware and cognizant of this than they used to be, say, t- 10 or 15 years ago. It's basically the concept of debtor's prison yeah, is, is what, it be, what, what it becomes. But there's no set. Uh, there's not a ironclad rules on these things. So if you get in front of one judge uh, versus another, you could have $500. You could have $50,000 for the same crime. All right, there you go. What's coming up in the next column? What are you thinking about? So we had a front story on the front page today. Kate Santich, our nonprofit reporter, had a story about United Against Poverty. It's a really good nonprofit just south of downtown. Yeah. All, what they do is they specialize in the working poor. Uh, and, the, and these are, for the most part, these are people who work full-time but can't make ends meet. And this agency helps them with job training, continuing education, gets discount groceries. They need about $1.6 million to expand to serve more people. Yeah. Taxpayers, you, me, all your listeners, my readers have done a million. Private donors for 400000 I'm here to submit that it's the low-wage employers, the one who have these people on their payrolls but don't pay them enough to make their ends meet, they need to step up and finish. Uh, seal the deal. Maybe we could use a little bit of that resort tax, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, spread lots to spread around if we wanted to, absolutely. All right, Mr. Maxwell, thank you very much. We'll do it again next Wednesday, okay? My pleasure. Thanks, guys. And don't forget, Scott Maxwell will be part of the judging panel at the Crime Line Chili Cook-Off this Saturday at uh, Seminole Harley-Davidson. Let me take a little break. Shot Doctor's in the house. Shot Doctor casting call upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... Phillips file for a Wednesday. A five-minute professor, uh, not too far away. Shot Doctor's with us for Shot Doctor uh, casting call. No more Shot Doctor beatdown. Uh, we w- w- want to concentrate on what's what's best. you got to turn your mic on. It's on. There we go. 
You know why there's no more shot, Dr. Beatdown, Jim? Why? Because, because after all these years, I was undefeated. Nobody uh. could beat me. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's just getting boring now. Tell me about the shot philosophy. The shot philosophy. Because I think I'm beginning to buy into it. As far as live sports. Shot goes. philosophy is, you know, everybody likes to say it's time to go to a game and they schlep down there. By the way, the shot doctor heard uh, on uh, one of our sister stations. A- FM 96.9, the game. Okay. The shot philosophy is, yeah. you know, you have a lot of sporting events in town here. Yeah. I go to none of those. I'm proud of that. I go to none of those. I'm proud of that. You were asking me last year about going to the Pro Bowl. I don't watch. I don't go to Pro Bowls. No. Or Magic games. Or not soccer else. games. I don't no. go to those. None of that. No, I uh, had this. That? I've got my nice black leather chair. This is the I shot got, philosophy. I got my TV right over there. Yep. I got peace and quiet. I got the internet. I got air conditioning. I can doze off if I want. I got my own food over there. There's no yep. parking. Nobody's yelling at me. Uh-huh. Nobody's screaming. Go to the bathroom if no, you want. Go to the bathroom, bathroom if I want. I want to watch the game. spilling beer on you. No Nobody spills beer on me. Nobody bugs me. Yeah. They shouldn't be there in the first nice, place. Nice, relaxing, and peaceful. Yeah. I believe, Jim, <laughs> that every day in life should be peace and quiet with, uh, no, fina- disturbances. with no disturbances, with financial flexibility. It's kind of how I live my life. Wow. Yeah. That's what I do. I'm kind of buying into that a little bit. Most I like people the are. idea just, hey, oof. I don't want to deal with the humidity. I don't want to deal with the home. drunks. I don't want to deal with the kids mm-hmm. running around, uh, you know, and they don't want to be there in the first place. So, yeah, I'm kind of mm-hmm. buying into it. You know, our, bo- you know our, 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 fart. our boss, Rick Everett? Yeah. yeah. Rick's a big sports fan. He's a big Jaguar fan. The right. Jaguars had a home playoff game last last week for the first time in a long time. They went, yeah, right? I, he didn't go. No. He said, didn't. He said I'm going to be like the shot doctor. Oh, he's stay, buying into it, too. He said, I'm going to stay home on my nice couch, watch the game. And have have a good old time, and he did, and the Jaguars won. That's the shot philosophy, Jim. I understand that, and uh-huh. I did that for the first, for most of the UCF season. Yeah. However, the last three UCF games I went to, including the one in Atlanta, and I think those were the three greatest sporting experiences I've ever had. You're, wow. You're wired differently, though. You're always on the move. You can't sit still. <laughs> oh, the... no, I can sit still no, and no. eat pretzels and no, soda. No, dolce far niente. You're not, you're not yeah, a big no. of no, just kind of kicking back. and. I don't uh, like fancy coffee. And uh, and just enjoying the sweetness of doing nothing. You've all, you, you're just wired that way. You've got to be doing something. Yeah, I clean my carpets on Sunday. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. I you mean, know, if Jack is just sitting there, just kind of off in a different world, right? You need to call nine one one. You need <laughs> to get. You he need may have had a stroke. medical doctor, advice. He's daydreaming. Exactly. <laughs> All right, shot doctor. Time for casting call. Here's what we do, and we've been doing it for several years. I pick a movie, then a scene from the movie, and uh, in this particular case, you and Mister Pinkman will be acting it out. We ask people to listen along and then try to determine the identity of the movie. And then uh, notify us by uh, texting Real Mobile seven seven zero three one. No prize involved here, just the uh, just the knowledge that you were first shot. Doctor, are you ready with this one? You know, I'm ready, Jim. But I, I do have a question. There's something wrong with the lighting in here because the the writing on this script looks like it's getting lighter. What? It's invisible ink. What are you saying? Might not, uh, maybe you need to see Doctor Filatowski. What's his first name? Conrad. Conrad. Conrad, good evening. It is good to see you again. Or not see you because your eyes are going. Mm-hmm. Well said. No, I think it's... I don't see any problem. Do you, Mo? I don't even have a copy of the script. It looks oh, really light okay. to me. All right, I need quiet <laughs> on the set. I need absolute silence on the set. This is serious business. Yeah. Cables are set aside. Lighting is perfect. Camera is rolling. And action. Hello, dude. Thanks for coming. I'm Jackie Trehorn. This is quite a pad you got here, man. Completely unspoiled. What's your drink, dude? White Russian, thanks. 
White Russian. How's the smart business, Jackie? I wouldn't know, dude. I deal in publishing, entertainment, political advocacy. Oh, which one's log jamming? Uh, yes, regretfully, it's true. Standards of fun and adult entertainment. It's video, dude. Now that we're competing with these amateurs, we can't afford to invest it in little extras. Like story preparation, a production value, feelings. You know, people forget, that's the brain. Is the biggest Irigonious zone. Whoa! Oh, Irigonious! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that ain't hit. That Whoa, ain't gonna fly. Jeez, man alive. No. Okay, shot doctor. Let's just take Aragonious. it from where. <laughs> wow. Where Tell him says, how you say He it. says we can't afford to invest a little extra. All right, ready? Action. He doesn't know where we are. You know where we are? Nope. We can't. I think I can see it. I got it. Okay. Red with. Blue. You want more lights? No. All right. Action. We can't afford to invest in little extras like story production, value, feelings. You know, people forget that the brain is the biggest erogenous zone. Oh, oh my touch, God. Touch, no, touch. no, 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 no. This road, this, this word here, Jim, what is this word? Erogenous. Yeah. Erogenous. Erogenous. Okay, I think I got it. Erogenous. Nice on the rocks. Yeah, erogenous. Erogenous. There we go. Okay, uh, one more time and action. Now, we can't afford to invest in little extras like story production, value, feelings. You know, people forget that the brain is the biggest erogenous no, zone. No, erogenous. erogenous. I can't say that word. Erogenous. Erogenous zone. You said it. Just you biggest, said it. That the brain is the biggest erogenous zone. There you there go. There it is. Continue. On you, maybe. Of course, you have to take the good with the bad. New technology permits us to do very exciting things in interactive erotic software. A wave of the future, dude. 100% electronic. Mm, well, I still do it manually. <laughs> of course you do. I can see you're anxious for me to get to the point. Well, here it is, dude. Where's Bunny? Well, I thought you might know that, man. Why would I? She only ran off to get away from that rather sizable debt to me. No, she didn't run off. She's been... Uh, I've heard that kidnapping story, so save it. I know you're mixed up in all this, dude, and I don't care what you're trying to do to get, get, get away from the husband. That's your business. All I'm saying is, I want mine. Wow, so you sounded just like Donnie. Erogenius. My God, was I good. <laughs> I took hey, charge up, of this. Egonionius. I, I was a gangster. Mm -hmm. I took charge of this. I was in charge the entire time, yet I had... Erogenous. Erogenous, dude, and dude, I had the California dude. serving dude thing going also. Eh, no. You didn't need the California surfing. No, you sure dude. didn't. This sounds like my You're... first Jimmy of 2018 in January. I like where this is going. <laughs> but that yeah. one trick word in there, Jim, this erogenous thing. What the hell I'm is that even? Erogenous. What does it even mean? Erogenous. What does it mean? It's a. Uh, it's a sexy uh, time or something. Yeah, it's a you know. part of your body that um, deals with your level of sexuality. Well, how come I've never heard of this word in, the, in almost 64 years around? Because you don't, don't know, have dude. one. I'm a man that is er, that is erogenous. No, it's erogenous. Gregarious <laughs> oh, and embalmed. Your erogenous zone just hasn't been tapped yet. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why you it. need to go out with us one weekend. And you're going to tap it? To have it? your erogenous zone tapped. I don't want we'll anything taken care of that's got to do with me getting erogenous at a time like this. We'll wait until after the March Madness. When that's all over, yeah, before you'll be free the Masters. Clear. Sure.
before the Masters, I have to go go out in a place and become an Erejonius guy? I'm not so sure about this. All right. Okay. I don't know about this. You tried. Look, you tried yeah, to offer something. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. It's okay. I was dynamic, Jim, wasn't I? Yeah. Have you planned your vacation yet? Vacation. Yeah, oh, here's one I know I have. Yeah. I have one of my nephews getting married in, in, in the third week in August. Wow. Okay, okay. That one, that will be in the great state of Washington. Okay. That's the third week in August. Okay. After that or before that. Yeah. I've got some more, but they're not confirmed. But, but that one, the third week in August, that one is confirmed because I want to go to that wedding. Mm-hmm. If they have it. I think they are. I think they are. We're down to eight teams in the NFL playoffs. Yes, we are. Who are you, who are you, who are you betting on? I mean, that figuratively speaking. Here's the deal. Who's looking good? Who do you think is going to the Super Bowl too early the to The Saints tell? and the Patriots. Saints and the Patriots. The Saints this week are going to go to Minnesota and pull the upset and win. Okay. And Atlanta will go to Philadelphia and beat them. The Saints will beat Atlanta. Okay. And Pittsburgh will beat Jacksonville. The Patriots will mop up on Tennessee. Then, as always, Pitt, the Pittsburgh will lose the Patriots. They'll be the Patriots again, this time against the Saints. And as the Patriots did in the regular season, they will dust the Saints away and win the Super Bowl for the third time in four years. Mm. That's going to happen. Yeah. You Jim cannot wins a stop. dollar, I believe. Yeah. If the Patriots go to the Super Bowl, or if Tom Brady does. Is That's the right. uh, coach of Alabama going to the pros? No. No way. Are you sure? Yeah, this 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 thing with the New York Giants, yeah. we talked about it. It's buffoonery. It's not going to happen. He's not going to leave Alabama to go coach the damn New York Giants. I'll never believe that. Okay. No way. All right. Not going to happen. Will not happen. I don't care how much Sounds money they're offering. It's not that. going to happen. Okay. Firm All on right. that. Just joking. Okay. That's a guarantee. All right. Good enough. What do you have uh, planned for dinner tonight? Cold pizza. Mm. I've got some. I love cold pizza, by the way. Who doesn't? I have salad at home. Yeah. I have bananas at home. I have a yogurt at home and a Coke Zero that I'll be finishing up driving home. It's right over here. Yeah, okay, Actually, it's right. a Coke. I mean, do, you have like a, do you have a case of Coke Zero at home? No, nah, I got three gigantic uh, 56 ounce nine, nine, bottles for 99 cents each. I got those in my refrigerator and the yeah. bottom door all ready to go. How do, you keep it, how do you keep it all fizzy? Those big old bottles of. Uh, of There's a trick to it, Jim. Huh? You open up a 99 cent bottle, yeah. they're 56 ounces, okay? Small, How big of a bottle is that? How big? What are we talking about? I'm going to show you. Double okay. this. this Howitzer shell? This is 28. Oh, okay. Double that. Gotcha. Okay. What I do, Jim, I yes. buy a bottle for 99 cents. Yo. I reuse these, okay? Once these are empty, I have, an, I have another empty one by my desk. I take the 99 cent bottle and empty into these two. Oh, okay. Otherwise, these cost $1.80 times two is three sixty. For 99 cents, I'm getting two. That is why I am a financial genius and guru. That's <laughs> what I've done. Financial wizard. And that way, Jim, the ones in my refrigerator stay nice and fizzy. Well, what do you think about the market? Is it time to sell? Or, I mean, what, what you know, if you're a financial wizard, what do you I'm a financial wizard, Jim. Get in the market and stay there, okay? Stay there, okay. If you got in in 2017, you did well. Just stay. You capitalize. You stay. You add in. Mm-hmm. You keep piling on. Right now is the time to get aggressive in the market. Right now. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. This is a bullish bullish market. Okay. Not a bearish, it's bullish. You have any concerns about, uh, you know, a bubble bursting anytime soon? Not a correction shot, no? If if there is a correction. Can you predict a major correction? If there is a correction on the market, it'll be, it'll it'll flatten out and then build right back up again. Uh, Okay, all right. Now is the time to stay in or get in and hopefully pile it in there. Okay. Bye, Mm -hmm. bye, bye. All right. It is a buyer's market. <laughs> By the way, Jim, movie, Big Lebowski, Kyle in Winter Park, yeah. Jackie oh, and Chelsea it, yeah. all knew it. 
even though some uh, strange guesses, but The Big Lebowski was Still a must stop today. and watch. Whatever yes. it is, oh, yeah, you yeah. got to stop and watch it. Thank you, Shot Doctor. Good job as usual. I don't know if there's a Jimmy for today's performance, but <laughs> you never know how the committee will review these things. Is this that I'll see you next Wednesday? Yeah, we'll see you next Wednesday. See there's next no Wednesday. more uh, There's no more beat down, Shot Doctor. What kind doctor. of buffoonery is this? I'm filing a protest right now. Thank you, Shot Doctor. Jim, I'll, I'll see you next Wednesday. Let's file on Real Radio <laughs> 104.1. It's time to rise above the fudge jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Even if only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn something. This is the five-minute professor. Finally, we're going to learn something. Time for the five-minute professor. Greetings and salutations, professor. And to you, Mr. Phillips, and the file. Good Wednesday afternoon to everyone. Where are you today? I am in my bedroom. Oh, okay. Are you eating a hamburger and watching the uh, the news channels? I am not indeed doing that. In fact, I don't have a television at my house. You're not the... T- you, you regularly... I know a uh, good friends of mine. I've known it for years. They don't have a TV either. They got rid of it many, many years ago. They don't miss it at all. I have a TV, which I use so that I can play DVDs for my daughter. Yeah. If she's, if, if she's going to do something in the afternoon and she wants to do that. But we do not watch television. And every once in a while, I catch myself watching the news, and I say, and this is why I don't do it. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. I get, I get caught up in it. Um, but when there I, you know, when I was a younger man, I, I lived, wish I could watch. But. Yeah, when I lived in the Caribbean, I didn't have television for a year. It was, you know, you spend the time reading or playing board games. I, I read. <laughs> I do a lot of research. Board games. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I played a lot of Mexican spit. That's a card game? What yeah. is that? Board oh. games are fun when you have a group of people. They That's can be true. fun. It's they like can be fun, yes. Throwing a penny and draw for a high card. That's about because you're so stoned. Oh. You can't concentrate <laughs> on a hand. You certainly can't play, you know, spades or poker or any bridge, certainly not. So it's, just, so it's just pick a high it's just throw down a high card out of the deck and if you win, you, you get everybody's pennies. <laughs> Buy yourself some rolling papers. <laughs> so what do you got for us today, Professor? Well, here's the thing. I know that we're talking a lot today about the uh, Crime Line Chili Cook-Off. Yeah. But something else is going on this weekend. What's that? This is the weekend of Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. That's and normally it is the weekend where the Central Florida Regional Mensa Gathering is. So I can't go to the Central Florida Scottish Highland Games, which are always this same weekend. Oh, wow. Oh, so in Winter Springs, the Central Florida Scottish Highland Games out at, uh, on the shores of Lake Jessup. Yes. And uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about Scotland and, in particular, the important questions that are always asked when you bring up the Scottish. Yeah, sure. Scottish or the Scotch? Uh, Scot- well, we're not going to talk about Scotch this time. We are just going to talk about Scotland and the Scots. And you know what they always, the first question everyone asks is, do they wear anything under the kilt? Yes, they do. Interesting, you should ask. Compression pants. Points. Shorties. Oh, damn it. (laughs) So let's talk about the kilt. Kilts originally were a full-length garment. Mm. Before, it was just essentially a skirt. It used to be something which came up over the shoulders, included a hood. And one day, this Scottish nobleman, in the late 1500s, said, this is a lot to wear. And he, he essentially cut it at the waist and started wearing the same material, but as just a kilt 
it caught on and eventually spread to Ireland. A, a kilt, a modern kilt with the pleats, yeah. uses eight to nine yards of material, depending on waist size. They're heavy. They're very well, heavy. Because they're eight or nine yards of material, for goodness sake. That's a lot to schlep around. It is. It's not like wearing a sundress. I mean, it's a heavy skirt. Right. No, it absolutely, I mean, and and it's a heavy material on top of that. Yeah. uh And it's meant to be worn around the waist, tight enough that you can't twist it around your body. You can't just spin it around your body, but not so tight that it bunches. Mm. A kilt is meant to be no longer than halfway down your kneecap and no shorter than an inch above your knee. And now on to the question. According to a survey conducted in 2017 at yougov.co.uk, yeah. 55% of Scotsmen wear underwear under their kilt. 38% go commando. Of that 38%, 95% were pro-Scottish independence. Really? That, is, that is where that group lives. That group <laughs> lives and breathes in. I'm wearing a skirt and no underwear. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Just because I'm thinking about it. Yes. And so you wear the pattern of the wool as it relates to your family. Is that your clan? The family tartan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the okay. family tartan, yes. So, and so what if you have, I mean, if you're in Scotland, if you're a Scot, can you wear, I mean, is there a universal kilt a generic one or something yeah that you wear this is for the people that have no connection to a tribe a clan or or whatever you or whatever you want to call it you know what i'm saying is there a universal there wouldn't be there wouldn't be one which would be generic but there would be one of the more popular larger clans which are less in less more inclusive less exclusive so if you had no connection to a clan you shouldn't be wearing a kilt is that true what both of us are talking at the same time. If you don't, belo- if you can't relate to a clan, if you have no lineage that you can point to, you shouldn't wear a kilt. Well, uh, I, I don't know if that's necessarily the case because I think if someone's willing to sell you a kilt, yeah. they're saying, and you can kind of like be be one of us. Okay, I'm just wondering. I don't think it invites you to the family meeting, <laughs> but you're now associating yourself with that clan. Mm, okay. Competition rules, by the way, require that undergarments are worn if you're going to be in a Highland dance competition, <laughs> but stipulates that they cannot be white. Yeah, right. Oh, no tidy whitey. Oh, oh sorry. Bad know. form. And athletes are expected to keep things supported during competition. Well, sure. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. You got I mean, does that mean compression, compression pants, pants or yeah. they wear a cod piece? Compression pants are really the answer there. Yeah, okay. Compression mm-hmm. pants. All right. So they have to wear something. And it's meant to be something which keeps them together. I support you parts, lad. Yes. All right. All right. So we've got a little over 10 minutes left. We're going to go into, are you ready now for the question? Oh. Well, sure, I guess. Yeah, why not? I mean, well, I'm, I'm going to keep us on schedule here. Another minute or so with He's got questions, though. Scott's, well, that's I, fine. I, I can give you another minute because the Highland Games themselves, the Highland Games include archery, stone throwing, yeah. which is a fifty-six-pound stone. Serious <laughs> stone. I can't, even pick it up. No. can't pick up the paper. Did you say fifty-six pounds? Oh. Can you pick up fifty-six pounds? I doubt it. 
I think I could pick up 56 pounds who would need to be wide enough that I could really get my arms underneath it. I think if somebody had it and handed it off to me, maybe I could carry it for a couple of feet. But I don't think I could pick it up. I really don't. Not at my age. They do rock pudding. It's like a shot put, but instead of being an actual round thing, it is a round-ish thing. Weighing between 16 and 28 pounds. Yeah. Hammer throwing, caber tossing, sheath throwing. Like a, a it, it's essentially a bag full of hay. Oh. <laughs> and, and then my favorite one is the boulder boogie. What's that? What does that mean? The boulder boogie is you find a very heavy rock and you pick it up and you walk until you cannot walk any further. And your scoring is based on the distance and the weight of your rock. Yeah, okay, all right. You know, that's simple. I like that. And the winners are called trolls. And then what and do you female get? categories. There, there are, fe- I mean, there's uh, the female categories. Females have to do the same thing? Females do the same thing. So there's female category and male category. It's still find a heavy rock, pick it up, walk as far as you can. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's riveting. The play-by-play is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the end you get a dram of, of whatever they have. That's what is a dram, by the way? A dram. What it's is a, a dram? What's the what's the uh, ounce of, equivalent uh, of a dram? I know what it is. I just uh, don't know how, what the quantity uh, is. What's, well, a, what's a dram? I don't know if a dram is actually. Hello. Uh-oh. We lost him. Hello. Hello. Over. Manila calling. Oh. Hello, Professor Manila calling. This is what happens. He when... didn't pay for Wednesday coverage on his phone bill. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, he's got one of those phones. What do you call it that yeah. they can't trace? A track phone. Oh, yeah. oh, a, a burner. burner. A burner. He's got a burner. <laughs> this is when he can't rely on businesses that he's doing <laughs> trivia at to, to call in this professor. No. no TV. He's got a burner. Oh, my God, you got to feel for it. Let's see if we can clear that line. A fluid dram, Jim, is defined as one-eighth of an ounce. How much is that, Jack? An eighth of an ounce. An no, eighth. that's liquid. Yeah, an ounce is like in a jigger. All right, that's, so, that's, that's a full ounce. That's one ounce. ounce. So that's a sip. Or it could be a one, one and a half. It's a little sip. A wee a dram. dram. A wee dram, wee which is a drum. tiny sip. Yep. I, Out of a no. flask? Mm-mm. Huh? I don't think. I mean, you'd have to. It's a teaspoonful, really. The, the best equivalent I can give you in a fluid dram is it's a teaspoon. a little sip out of a, a, little... Out of a flask or maybe a bagpipe. Yeah. <laughs> Mo hates bagpipes. She I can't stand bagpipes. It's very discordant. It's all these primal sounds that Mo can't right. stand. Yeah, that and the... What's the... the didgeridoo. Uh, didgeridoo and the vuvuzela or whatever. Out of a tambourine. I like a tambourine. How about castanets? Do you like, like the castanets? Do you like the castanets? Sure. Vuvuzela, I don't like that. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of annoying, you have to admit. All right, Professor, I think we have a connection. What happened? You got a burner? What happened to the phone? Oh, burner. Honestly, a voice came on and said, the code which you have entered. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? And I tried calling back and I said, the phone's been disconnected. And I said, Bradshaw didn't pay the bills. We said the same about (laughs) you. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's go on to our our question. All right, sure, fine. Question number one. Yeah. What U.S. state capital city is named for Scotland? What U.S. state capital city is named for Scotland? That's it wouldn't be Scottsdale. No, uh, it would uh, be uh, uh, capital city. Uh, capital city. Um, yes, capital from the Gaelic word for Scotland. Scotland itself 
is Ooh. from the Roman. Oh, Roman easy. Roman Jack, Tallahassee. Oh. Not Tallahassee. <laughs> Tallahassee is a Native American word. Oh. Uh, east or west of the Mississippi? Mm-hmm. East. Uh, north or south of the Mason-Dixon line? North. New England? West. Oh. Pennsylvania? North. We're New York. Places. All right, wait. Uh, Albany. Oh, there it is. Right, we've got Albany. A half. I'm going to take an half Alba. Of Alba is the, the Gaelic word right, for Scotland. Alba. I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. The Robert like. Redford and Scarlett Thanks. Johansson movie, The Horse Whisperer, yeah. was filmed in upstate New York and released in what year? Jim, that would be uh, The Horse Whisperer with uh, Robert, Robert Redford. Robert Redford. <sighs> Work out for me. 1995. After 1995. Jack. Oh, go ahead, Bo. Oh. 2000. Mark. Before 2000. Moira, go. 98. 1998 is absolutely Woo-hoo! correct. Nicely done. This week in 1998, which recording artist had the number one hit with a re-release of a previous on, single from 1973? Oh, yeah. This week in 1998, which recording artist had a previous had a number one hit with a re-release of a previous single from 1993? Male or female? English. Their own? Male. English. Are yes. you sure English? He said English. Positive English. English. Wow. He and his writing partner are both English. Oh, uh, oh Elton oh. John. Yeah, good mo. Elton John is absolutely correct. It's Candle in the Wind. Oh, oh yeah. The re-release was about Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. The original Candle Points. in the Wind, however, was about Norma Jean Mortensen. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe. Starred in The Girl. Who starred as the girl in Billy Wilder's film version of Seven Year Itch? That came out in what year? What year did Seven Year Itch come out? Jim, come on, Pop. Mr. Phillips, you can do it. Nineteen fifty-six. Close. Before nineteen fifty-six. Yeah, okay. Come on. Okay. All right, well, go. Okay. Well, let uh, fifty-six. So I take off the three. Uh, fifty-two. After nineteen fifty. Fifty-five. 55 is absolutely correct. Woo! Nicely done. Not the, the smart way to play scene. it. <laughs> the smart, the white dress scene from Seven Year Itch is paid homage to in a retro diner scene in what movie from 1994 that featured John Travolta and Uma Thurman? Pinkman. Oh, there you go. Mr. Pinkman. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is absolutely correct. Nicely done. Points. The movie name, Pulp Fiction, refers to a term for what other type of entertainment? Jim. That's uh, uh, murder mystery books. Literature. Not books, books. literature? Pulp fiction? Magazines? Magazines is what I was looking for. Periodical. Get out of here. Uh, There were a lot of them which were mysteries written in serial form in magazines. What organization publishes the two most widely circulated magazines of 2017? They have 22 million each. What again? What, what's the question what again? Organization, what organization publishes the two most widely circulated magazines? Magazines or newspapers? Magazines. Jack, AARP. AARP is absolutely wow. correct. Oh, good job, Jack. Keep sending me. I was going to say that Mr. Phillips, Mrs. Moira, and I are already on this list, and now Mr. Bradshaw is too. I'm yep. on the list, but I'm not part of it. Me either. My wife refuses as well. Uh-uh. Very insulting. This is, what, this is what should happen. So when I was married, I had a 35-year-old wife, and she thought it was hysterical to use her AARP card to get a free donut at a donuts. 
Well, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, good point. <laughs> AARP was founded in what year? Uh, Jim, that was... Nineteen sixty. Oh, before nineteen sixty. Moira, nineteen fifty-eight. Nineteen fifty-eight. Nice. I'm gonna play this game. Oh, which actress, now the wife of a British baron, was born in nineteen fifty-eight, and was nineteen years old when she starred in her first film, Halloween. Oh, Jack, go, Miss Ratcha, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is absolutely correct. Ooh. Nicely done. Activia, points. Oh, what are you writing? Are you writing a novel there? What are no, you I'm doing? No, I'm writing our bets in a better form. <laughs> Dear Jamie slim. Lee Curtis is the same age as Peter Capaldi, yeah. who, who, has, who played the 12th incarnation of what revered British television icon? Moira, Doctor Who. Doctor Who is absolutely nice. correct. Nice. Doctor Who has been portrayed by a variety of Englishmen and Scotsmen such as Peter Capaldi, David Tennant, and Sylvester McCoy. What venerable movie icon was launched with a Scottish actor in the lead role? Jack, James Bond. James Bond is absolutely mm, nice. correct. John Connery yes. was the first to James Bond. Nice work today. <laughs> I thought so. Oh, that was good. You got nothing on the first one, and then you ran the table. Outstanding job. What? Well, you did. You, you got no. every other question 97. in full or almost full full points. Yeah. That is a 96. That oh, is a holiday. Oh, nice what a job. great way to start. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. to 2018 and your 96 points. I love that. All Solid right. In the minute that I have remaining, what's the uh, rest of your uh, schedule? You're going to get out of bed? I am in my bedroom. If you want to come to my bedroom. No, 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 that's weird. No one one wants that. (laughs) Tomorrow night, I will be at the Silly Grape that is in Maitland at the corner of Keller and Fennel. All right. Uh, We'll be starting at 7 o'clock with live trivia at the Silly Grape. Saturday, we will be at Waco Taco. And then on next Tuesday evening, we'll be at Post Time Lounge and Cafe. You can find all of this if you go to my Facebook page, 5 Minute Professor. Or check out my YouTube channel. And one other way you can find me, I started the week before Christmas driving for Uber. So if you ask for an Uber on a Friday or Saturday night, there's a small chance I might come and pick you up. Oh, nice. yeah. Is it like Cash Cab 2.0 where you do I trivia have, while oh. driving people around? Are you looking I to pick up mechanics? <laughs> what did you say? I said, are you looking to pick up any mechanics? <laughs> I am not looking to pick up any mechanics. <laughs> All right. I just wondered, you know, when you drive up and there's, you know, smoke coming out of the hood or. <laughs> well, I have a brand new car since oh, my accident. Get out of here. Right. All right. Oh, yeah. oh, no, no, no. So, so I had that, uh, that, that Jeep that yeah. died. Yeah. And then I bought a new Jetta, a 2013 Jetta. And then I was in a nine car accident Uh-oh. and it got totaled. And now I have a 2017 Jetta. And well, there you go. Beauty. Things work course. out for the better. Yes. Thank you, Professor. We'll do it again next Wednesday, okay? Looking forward to it. Got that right. Five Minute Professor on Real Radio 104.1. Get a check of the news. We'll try to find some drive home music if we have time. Then PPT to wrap things up. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Charlie Daniels is warning Taco Bell that the Illuminati is not a frivolous subject. Yeah. Says the guy that won a golden fiddle in a contest with the devil that the devil clearly won. Deep breaths, Big Daddy. Deep breaths.
Next, a new all-girl band has been set up in Japan to educate people about Bitcoin. They're called the Virtual Currency Girls and there probably are only hope against Godzilla. Finally, a Russian man smashed a stolen tank into a supermarket. Ho 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 clean up on aisle Dimitri. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. That's right, and you can take us with you wherever you go if you download that free iHeartRadio app right now. Go to the App Store on your smartphone, type iHeartRadio, and click download right away. You get us in addition to all your favorite music anytime, anywhere. That is the free iHeartRadio app. Go to the App Store on your phone and download it today. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 5 for a Wednesday. I hate to break the news, but uh, YouTube has cut business ties with Logan Paul. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. no. It's oh, to the Hollywood Reporter. So pass that on that bad news to your 14 and 15-year-old, yep. 15-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. boy, I don't know. That is demo. I mean, I yes. who watches his stuff? That's right. Is that it? Yeah. And, you know, 14, 15-year-olds, they always have to have some, you know, it's, it's somebody. Mm-hmm. If it's not the Beatles, then it's got to be uh, Logan Paul. Right. All right, there we go. Uh, don't forget the Crime Line Chili Cook-Off this Saturday at Seminole Harley-Davidson. Unfortunately, this year I can't make it to be a judge. Most same thing. She's off to I'll a wedding, the wedding. but yeah. there's a good crew that's going to be judging great chili. It's a great way to raise money for a very, very, very worthy cause. Crime Line, as a former state attorney, said to me one time, Crime Line saves lives and we'd like you to be part of that uh, you can see all the uh, the motorcycle uh, units with the various law enforcement agencies have competitions and of course great motorcycles to look at a Seminole harley davidson and many competitors uh, dishing out great chili yeah jim they're not doing the competition this year but oh, they're you, not no they will have all the motorcycles that harley davidson has to offer you talk about that smell uh, that smell of leather when you walk through the showroom i get the oh. fever i do you get news, itch, you can't news junkie crew uh pinkman myself all judges scott maxwell uh, uh with the orlando sentinel mm-hmm. heather mcpherson also a judge others as well yep. It's only $5 to go there and sample all the chili you can eat. They'll leave enough free hot dogs this year while supplies last. $25 if you want to compete. There is still time. Plus, you have to make six gallons of chili. Mm. To register, give Crime Line a call at 800-423-8477 or go to their website, crimeline.org, for more info. That happens this Saturday. Seminole Harley-Davidson, always a lot of fun. It is. There's no question about that. And uh, thanks to Detective Barb. For getting behind all this stuff, she has really made the uh, crime line organization in Central Florida top notch. They are no actually of, a role model for they the are country. A role model. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. She scares me. Say yeah. what? Yeah, doesn't she? She's intimidating. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's intimidating. Yeah. Like, she's yeah, nice exactly. to your face, but you don't want to cross her at all. Yeah. Crush you like a bug. Yeah. I mean, she just put a hurt on you. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a big hurt. Yeah, I'm not intimidated by very many people, but, um, you know, there are a couple of rounds. She's one of them. Tough lady. Three. Three. Three women that you've announced. Oh, my wife. Your wife. Linda Bird. Linda Bird and Detective and Barr. That's true. <laughs> That's absolutely true. It's quite a Scared group. to death. Yep. <laughs> probably all talk. Well, it could be like a new Charlie's Angel series, the yeah, three of them. Probably all communicate with one another. Mm-hmm. Hey, try this on him. <laughs> all right, time for a PPT, person, place, or thing. What is the prize, Mr. Pinkman? A pair of tickets to Otronicon at the Orlando Ooh. Science Center happening this weekend. Nothing captures our curiosity more than the future, and mm-hmm. nothing captures the future better than Otronicon. A reminder, News Junkie will be broadcasting there this Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you want more info, otronicon.org is a place to go. All right, there you go. Uh, Chris, uh, you're first up, Chris, so pick a person, a place, or a thing. Uh thing all right let's do a thing thanks to brad for the category thank you brad Brad. what is this thing i might help you along with this too this thing has its roots in the mid 1800s industrialized london thing has its roots in 1800s industrialized yeah Yeah. she um it's a thing it's not it's not it's not a thing a what? what? A chestnut roaster. A chestnut, mm, nice chestnut roaster. <laughs> yes, that's a very good. Cl- I don't have my uh, sound effects because the computer is updating. So, oh, uh, boom. Yeah. Is that oh, your final answer? A chestnut roaster? No, it is not a chestnut roaster. Can I have a buzzer? Thank you. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> that's one of the best, huh? It's like a whoopee cushion right. buzzer. Mm-hmm. All right, Michael, here we go. Clue number two. Years later, a retired Boston sea captain sought to create a safe home away from home. That's a pretty good clue. This thing has its roots in the mid-1800s in industrialized London. Years later, a retired oh. sea captain sought to create a safe home away from home. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a good clue. Ah, um, <clears throat> how about a? <clears throat> excuse me. How about an RV? An RV, a recreational vehicle. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sorry, no, it's not an RV. <laughs> Let's move. Wrong, <laughs> sir. Wrong. Who was that? That was Sorry, Gene Wilder. Wilder. No, who was the contestant? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Bravo. That was David. Though. All right, Michael, your turn. Michael, clue number three. All right. No, I, I'll go again. That was just me. But right, no, okay. that was David. Yeah, he just went. All right, yeah, how about please. Manny? Manny, you ready? I'm ready. All right, Manny. In the early 1900s, it created an industrial department to work with railroad workers, miners, lumberjacks, and to assist immigrants. Second clue was a lot better. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Brad. Right. Uh, this thing. I will. I will say the steam engine. The steam engine, he says, and yeah. the answer is. Wrong. Oh. It's not the steam engine. I'm sorry. Uh, who's next? You uh, get nothing. You either, lose. Either Mark Good or Michael. Good day, sir. Either Mark or Michael. Or Luke or John. All right, let's go. All right, Mark, you ready to go? Uh, ready to go, Mark? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. It served as an inspiration during the World Wars, helped form the USO, and got a huge shout-out during the 70s. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. 
Uh-huh. Fairly certain we're not talking about pot. So. No, we're not talking about pot. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I think I would, uh, I would think more of a think of a building. Really? Yeah, served wow. as an inspiration during the World Wars, helped form the USO, and got a huge shout out during the seventies. Uh, yeah, think of a kind of a building. Yeah, it's yeah, it's building. yeah, 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 building. I need to go in a couple weeks. What? I'm going. Quickly, there. I need an answer. Uh, Big Ben. No, it's not Big Ben. Now you got the buzzer. All right, who's the last? <laughs> uh, Michael. Michael on one. Yes. All right, Michael. Clue number five. Hey. Here's the giveaway. Young man, there's no need to feel down. Sometimes it takes a village to give a clue. <laughs> Can you read them all to me again? Young man, there's no need to feel down. I'll give you another clue. A hard hat. Indian chief's bonnet or whatever you call it. Um, give you some oh. music. Oh, my gosh. Um... Is it that obvious? I'm just missing it. Yeah, yep. it is. Here we go. Ready? It's obvious. Here we go. Young man, there's no need to feel down. Why? Because. Uh, oh, dude, come on. The, the YMCA. Oh, yes, sir. You got it. You are a rocket scientist. That's absolutely wow. correct. The YMCA. Home away from home. I don't know what's bing, going bing, on with bing. this computer. <laughs> Ever stay at a YMCA? No, sir. No. you still do that? Yeah. Selected cities. We're out of here. Good show today. Back tomorrow at three. Right after the uh, right after the news junkie with Sean and Ceiling. They follow the monsters in the morning tonight. Eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash. And eat some ants. Bye bye and take care. $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1.